Do not adjust your radio dial. You are tuned in to the Mark Order Podcast. Join the Mark Order. Wednesday night slap fight. We're here on the Mark Order podcast. Uh, nasty ninety six. Oh baby, things have gotten nasty. We're nasty. We're slap happy. I don't know what we're doing, uh, but it's the Mark Order podcast on a Wednesday night. Uh, here for y'all. Thanks for checking us out. If you're watching live, uh, Schlong is here with me right now. It's the uh, two live crew. That's two for me, two for you. And apparently, Kate will be joining us, but we're being big timed. Uh, we don't need to get into uh, where she is, but we're definitely being big timed at the moment. Uh, so we'll see what happens. So I have to address something off the top. Uh-oh. Kyle K. Spark saying it's Nasty 96, and I don't have the Nasty Boys behind me. It's a missed opportunity. That's because I was calling it Naughty 96 in my head. Come so on. We've been assisted. saying it for weeks. I don't know what happened. It's all right. I'm okay with the slap fighting behind you because it sucks so bad. Oh, it's so bad. It's so bad. I, I will say this. Shlong, you know, usually I'm in this queue waiting to get going. Like when you get on and you're you're here, you know, usually between like eight and ten minutes past the hour. And then we casually chat. We hate each other behind the scenes. And then we're like, OK, we got to love each other. We're going on the air. So we go on the air and pretend to like each other. But uh, I was preoccupied watching the slap fighting thing. Because there was this guy, Frank the Tank, who was slapping the shit out of this little dude. Uh, and they slapped the shit out of each other three times. Um, I'll say this. I don't ever want to be part of a slap league. I understand sort of the morbid curiosity. Because I've seen it before. Like, uh, I think I said it last week. I saw it in like a sports bar on like a TV and they were like weird sports from Russia. And it was these dudes slapping each other, but like wrapping a whole reality series behind it. I don't, I don't get that. That doesn't appeal to me. So it's just so weird to to be like this internet thing that was popular in Russia. Let's see if we can um, make it a thing. No, no, no. It was fine on, on like as a YouTube Russian sensation. It, It didn't need to be like a whole thing. You know, the um, the interesting thing is, I mean, now it makes total sense why Dana White would want to start it up, right? Guy loves slapping, so makes complete sense to me. 
He does love a good slap. He loves to slap. So, um, yeah, it's Wednesday. It's Nasty 96 here on the Mark Order Podcast. Schlong's with me. Kate will be along eventually at some point. That's what we are hearing. Uh, and uh, Schlong, how you been, pal? Not bad. Not bad at all. It was a quiet week in between things. It was luckily... Not a, I mean, no new sad news, I should say, you know, between the weeks. Thank God. Well, that's good. Didn't need, didn't need another. Well, I'm just saying even in the wrestling world, didn't need another like shit show of a week. It seems like wrestling's just been having one right after the other. Yeah. I mean, it's sorry if you hear background noise. Uh, apparently little guy's not feeling great right now. Uh-oh. Um. So, uh, yeah, I mean, that's good uh, that you didn't have a sad week. You're getting ready to go on a vacation. Are you prepped? Do you have all your stuff ready? Uh, yes. Oh, schlong. Well, I have my passport. Okay. Which that's, I didn't have. That's the most important thing. December. Okay. Oh, I can hear that. That poor guy. Yeah. I don't know what it was. The, the switch flipped like right after dinner. Tonight. He just start coughing. Yeah. Oh, that sucks. So I have a passport. I know I have clothes. Somewhere. I, I, I bought my, my soda package. So I have done that. I got my TSA pre-check set up on my ticket. Okay. That's all very good, important stuff. That totally so, is. Okay. Trying to think. So I think I'm. I have to pack, but like, you know, I bring. I'm going to bring. Just it's going to be a suitcase and a book bag, and the suitcase is going to be a carry-on suitcase. So I mean, but do you have all your fits worked out? Like, you have to make sure you got all your cruise wear, your outfits, and, you know, worked how, out. How have you not realized that I don't do fits? Come on, Schlong. I, I mean, got, I'm dripping in it. You gotta. You gotta. I don't do that. I got. It. Let me think. I, I can tell you right now. I got four pair of basketball shorts for like the days around the cruise, plus the basketball shorts for the room at night. And I got multiple pairs of like dressier shorts for like anything that requires them. And I got a shitload of t-shirts, but I don't care which goes with which. You don't have any like Hawaiian shirts, cruise wear, Milwaukee Tom style? No, No, I really don't. I have boat (sighs) shoes. Shalong, I could have lent you my, I could have lent you my gear from. I'm uh, not a, I'm not a drip guy. That's like just not me. Come on, man! You're going on a boat with a bunch of eligible bachelors. Exactly. I, I mean, I, I, I don't need to do anything. I just need to exist, and they'll come my way. I guess you're right. You just with your, with your masculine style and your uh the essence of schlong yeah i guess they're just gonna come run you're not even bringing my wrestling t-shirts what kind of t-shirts are you wearing just plain colors no i have a couple like of uh the reason why i'm actually being fair on the wrestling ones is because i don't think they fit as well and you know pro wrestling tees it's fair is always kind of questionable when you're a big guy on whether you get like a good one or not uh i have a couple like of those like ones that are really good with heat for like moisture and stuff okay so they're good for like that. And then I have a couple like plain ones and a couple that have schlong. like champion on them. Come on, Schlong. You got to put something on a shirt. Why? Well, okay. The plain t-shirt colors. Let me think. You've got a white one. 
No white? Well, yeah, but they're for like the room at night. Okay. So what do you have? A black one? A gray one? Yeah. A blue one? Like a navy? No? How about uh, red? Oh, wait. I do have an eagle shirt. A flyer I mean, I, shirt. I get it, but a sixer shirt. I mean, that eagle shirt might you might want to just not pack that after the weekend, depending. We'll on see how it goes. Yeah, I, actually, I don't care. I still rep it even if they lose. Got the Phillies gear still on. Yeah, but I mean, baseball season's around the corner. This would be. Are you decision. a Giants fan? I'm not really any fan. If I had to align, it would be the Giants, but I didn't think they were winning the Super Bowl. I actually, I think we talked about this last week after we went off the air because I, I said, uh, I said, good, good luck, luck to you guys. I have a feeling you're going to win. I said, I picked you guys to win the Super Bowl before the season even started based on all the, all the stuff I was reading about, you know, what people were saying about the Eagles. Now, fast forward to this weekend coming. I don't know. The 49ers look pretty good. So do the Eagles, though. I mean, we're not trying to like they look just as it's a tough matchup. I mean, I'm weird. I, I, I just, you could see you saw it tonight the Phillies lost or whenever. I don't take the, these losses too seriously. If they win it all, I'm super happy. I'm as excited as anyone can be. If they lose, it happens. Yeah. Uh, I see Brendan Haney saying, I need what about the he's basically said SPF 100. I was just going to ask you about your toiletries. So I have. I'm I'm stealing and by stealing and borrowing. I asked ahead of time. My parents travel all the time, so they have like the good travel gear. Mm-hmm. So my dad has a leather like a leather case that's easy to pack, where he keeps all like his stuff. So I'm stealing that to pack, and I'm getting travel size everything. I am <clears throat> not getting suntan lotion until I get to Miami. Smart move because I do not think they'd let me on the plane with it. You'd have to and- check it. I'm not checking any bags. Right. So, that's what I'm saying. You'd have to check. Yeah, so it. I'm going to wait till Miami and run to like a CVS or something there and get it there. Oh yeah. But I, I will need the strongest suntan lotion that has ever existed. Now, how about, um, how about you've got your, uh, you're going to have your toothpaste, your toothbrush. Don't forget that stuff. Yep. I'm your travel size toothpaste. Yep. Your, how about your deodorant? I have a new one, but I'll probably when I probably I have to go to the store to get the travel size, so I'll probably just pick up a special travel deodorant. Okay. Okay. All right. Um, I'm just trying to make sure you're all set. Thinking, now. I don't want uh, you. Uh, let me think. I have. Wait, hold on. Hold on. Where's the front? I did get one. It was a gift. This was my Christmas gift for my parents. It's my fit. It's the one piece of fit I have, Aunt. Okay. Sunglasses. Are they pit vipers? Oh, come on. They look good. Okay, I'll give them to you. And they're prescription. Okay. So I can see. I was going to say, you should just just get a pair of pit vipers or pit viper knockoffs. And then just, I know you won't be able to see out of them, but you will fit in with the rest of the boat. Yeah, I promise I need prescription because I legitimately can't see. Like right now, I see nothing but bright light. Yeah, that's how I am. So it's when I went to get, I don't know if I, I don't care if I stole the story on here before I'm going to tell you when I went to get my glasses, cause I got brand new glasses too. Um, I don't know if anyone here who has glasses knows this. You probably do. The stronger your, your prescription, the thicker the lens that's required. Mm-hmm. So, but when you get glasses at like a four eyes or wherever they say, well, they sell different lenses and the nicer, more expensive the lens, the thinner they can make it for your prescription. 
So right. the guy looks at me. He's like, which one, which one do you want? I like, I think I have to go with the most expensive. And he hesitates. And the guy goes, why do you have to do that? And they show him my prescription. He goes, oh, yeah, you have no choice. <laughs> if you don't get the most expensive prescription, it's going to cut into your face whatever else you get. Oh, boy. So that's my one. So I have my sunglasses. I'm trying to think. I'll have some kind of Tylenol or something because I'm going to need that. Well, okay. Now, here's my question, too. I know we always see the Phillies hat. Do you have any Phillies other hat? going? Probably the Flyers hat. The fly. Come on, man. We get it. You got something else. What else? You gotta, what else? What other kind of hat would I have? You A snapback of some sort? You got a snapback? I don't wear snapbacks. All fit. I mean that's a that's a flex fit. It's it's fitted, but it's not fitted. No, I get I get all flex fit. I don't like snapback. I mean, but you could get like a new era fitted, like seven and three quarters. I had one. I wore it out. Wore it out. You gotta get a new one, man. Come on. I like wear ones with team logos on there. What about? Are you bringing your? Um, I'm just asking because you're going on a cruise. Are you bringing your captain's attire? For the boudoir at night. Attire. What? I don't have a captain's attire. You have the hat and you have a robe. I have no idea what you're talking about. Okay. I mean, I, I know. I forgot that's what I know we're someone doing. I forgot. I'm has, so sorry. You know, know me. I. Has it. You okay? I'm gonna say this schlong. You know, I live the kayfabe. I'm so sorry. I forgot that's what we were doing. I'm so sorry. Sorry, I I, I, I can't leave that for that role. But that being said. As, as funny as that would be, the, the, I don't think people would get the joke and then I would just be the creepy guy in the captain's hat. I wouldn't say walk around with it. I'd say when you bring a nice young lad back to your room in the evening, you put in your boudoir attire. That's true. I, I, I did send Kate a text. I think it was last week. I sent a text. I said, you, you know, I said, you, I have no idea how lucky you all are that I have. I am self-conscious. And she goes, I have no idea what this means. What? And I said, if I had, if I didn't have the shame of myself that I have, I absolutely find it objectively funny that if I just went around wearing a Speedo. I mean, listen, when in Rome, right? Like you should just. Like, listen, I, I, I admit it's objectively funny if a fat guy walks around in a Speedo. I just don't have the self-confidence to do it. But I, the thought crossed. Listen, I'm, I'll tell you this much. I'm at the point. I've got a kid. I've got a wife. I would openly, as much as I've lost some weight schlong, I'm still a big guy. So uh, I would, I'm at the point in my life where I just don't give a fuck who I have to impress. I would absolutely 100% wear a Speedo to the New Jersey Shore. There's a, I am clearly by my lack of fit, I am not overall that concerned with impressing people but i have a limit and wearing the full speedo is is like that limit but it crossed the mind it did cross the mind i'll say this i'll break down the fourth wall here i don't know if mrs money's listening but i've told her i'm trying to find some bikini undies to for sexy time with mrs money i'm not a bikini undie guy neither am i but just you know for sexy time, like uh, like I'm Borat, you know what I mean? She's listening. Uh, she's listening. Good. She, she, knows. she knows I'm looking. Every time I go to the you know the store, I'm like, no bikini briefs, no good. 
Ryan Slonamite says, uh, you can get some good stuff for a minute. Savage Fenty. Now, I don't know what that is. I'm hoping it's a store in Miami, but who knows? Neo Ami Ami. Well, Shlong, I can tell you this much. Uh, it will. Uh, I can't wait to see some of the things coming across my Twitter feed out of time now from the Mark Order podcast uh, Twitter. I don't know what the fuck happened to my Twitter app, but there's no option for me to pick how I view the feed. You so can't literally... just go by followers? Dude, nothing shows up in time. So I, I literally opened it up the other day and, and there's no button anymore for me to click and change that option. But you should so be I able to swipe over to following. But it doesn't show. I'm telling you, it doesn't show up in uh, it doesn't show so up I, in time. So what I think is happening and I and I'm, I could be wrong because I mean, I'm not by any Elon means. Musk is a fucking idiot. Well, there's that. But I think what happens is like if you're not on it. Like that happens to me if I'm not on, like at like the first time I go on it in a day, like mm-hmm. so like morning or after work, I get all out of time. But if I've been on it for a few minutes, they start to come in in time again. Oh, it's so stupid. I, it really listen, is. it's the same thing with and this nobody gives a shit about this, but it's the same thing as like uh, Instagram and some of those other things. It's like. I just uh, I want to see things in real time. I don't want to see things from two days ago in the middle of something that happened an hour ago. Like, it's just fucking stupid. I don't give a shit. About yeah, my that. Instagram's all ads. And I know you can go to following. And I do. And then it gets off of it somehow. And yeah, I'm just too lazy to go back to it. It's stupid. Anyway, nobody cares about this stuff. Shlong. Nobody cares about this stuff. But what I can tell you is this. I. uh I think you're going to have a great time on your on your boat. Maybe you're going to have a little love connection with a nice young lad, a twink, perhaps, uh, or, or a cub, because I think you'd be the bear in the relationship. But hey, clearly the bear in the relationship. You're the bear. Um, like you would I do really well s- on some other cruises. I'm telling you think that. about the size of man I would have to be with to not be the bear in the relationship. Bear Boulder. Bear Bronson. Yeah. Bronson, no. Bronson's lost. No, he's slimmed down. So Boulder, yes. But even Boulder, like, yeah, he's bigger, but it's it'd be cool. It's it's not like, you know, it almost have to be like a a guy because it's just it's tough, you know. You really I'd really have to find a big, big man. And I, I just they're not that common. Well, you're gonna have a great time. And we can't wait to hear about it when you get back. And of course, Schlong had mentioned he got the internet package. So he may be snapping some photos and putting things up on the Twitter, which will then, of course, move over to, uh, you know, Instagram and stuff like that, Schlong, to keep track of your trip. If you're doing that, of course, I'm not, you know, it's totally up to you. I want you to have a good time and decompress and enjoy your vacation. But uh, we certainly can't wait to hear about it when you get back in two weeks. Here's something I can tell you, Schlong. There will be a show next week. As much as you guys think there can't be a Mark Order without Schlong or Kate, clearly there can be without a Kate. But um, let me tell you this. We've got an A team filling in next week. A one and only Kyle K. Sparks is going to be here next week to talk about Dynamite with me. It should be great. And we'll see who else might uh, might join if we have somebody else. If not, I have no problem just shooting the shit with Kyle K. Sparks. 
Kyle K is a, is a is a good man. I have to address something. Eric asked, yes. "Am I in fact gay yeah, or into men?" I am not. The only thing, but we can't have a discussion. You're about, fluid though, Schlong. You don't. Well, hey, but we can't a have a discussion a of like the size of a woman. It would take for me to be the 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 small one in the relationship. It's just unfathomable. So like, because even if she's a big big girl, I'm still bigger. So like. So you're not as big as you think, but I'm a big boy. Not, not, not that big, Schlong. You're you're fine, but I'm just saying. But you're my tall. point being though, like I'm about six foot and got some size. But I'm just saying, it's not like I'm huge. But I'm saying like the disparity. You know, there's not a lot of women who are six feet and big. Schlong, you're just not looking in the right places, my man. I mean, even Jade. Jade is a is a big woman, but she's not like wide. She's muscular. She would make me feel inadequate, sure. I mean, but if she wanted to pop your head like a grape between her kneecaps, I, I'm sure you'd let her. I would. Oh, I gladly. But I'm just saying, like, it's not like there's no fun to be like, well, what kind of what woman would let me, you know, it's just be too difficult. You know, but speaking of me on the Twitter, you know, it's going to Instagram. I'm going to mm-hmm. be using that as my alibi when Kate goes missing. What? Uh, Twitter and Instagram? Sure. So, uh, you know, you just let me know whatever you need. I'll take care of it. Don't worry about it. I see, guys, I was here when she was in the water over there. There's no way it could have been me. Yeah. She's uh, trying to feed those swimming pigs. I wasn't anywhere near there. The pigs just started to eat her hands. Um, I get it. Eric, you didn't offend at all. I just didn't want people to to get confused and, and wonder why we were going down some weird rabbit holes when I... No, I'm just... Yeah. I'm just ribbing just, them. Yeah. I mean, Schlong, Schlong, can I break down the fourth wall? Just a moment here. Sometimes Schlong gets uncomfortable, so I like to lean into that. And I continue to say he's going to take a young lad back to his room and maybe wear a robe and and some bikini briefs, knowing full well that that's not what Schlong likes. And if he did, I'd, you know, I'd go the opposite way. So it doesn't matter. I just like to make Schlong sort of feel uncomfortable. You pick the opposite of what a person wants. That's right. that's the way to exactly. Or you do one of two things. You either pick the opposite of what a person wants or you go like the Kate route where you find like an Eddie Kingston with gasoline and you lean heavily into that. You have to true. Lean, but you don't know exactly what I do like. So you have to go with the opposite. I'm just shooting. I'm shooting. I'm, I'm shooting it at, at multiple targets. I'm trying to yes. narrow it down. So I figured, okay, we're not we're not into the boys. So I know Schlong goes that way. Now, Schlong did mention, you did mention Schlong. It's unfathomable to find a big lady who makes me feel small. That sort of makes me think that's what you're looking for. And that's fine. I ain't going to. Um, so, so to be actually accurate, not historically what I've, what my, my women have looked like. All right. Well, my women tend to be tiny, tiny. Uh Oh, Schlong, you better be careful. Phrase this very carefully. You mean just small in stature, but of the right age, correct? (laughs) I said I was judging size. I was okay. I just want to make sure, because if anybody pulls this tape for uh, evidence, it's going to really be damning without all of this other stuff around it. But I do have to agree with what Chris Mueller just said. We do all have the uh, that George Costanza urge to be with a woman bigger than us just one time. Absolutely. And listen, uh, we've talked about it here on uh, multiple episodes of the of the Mark Order podcast. 
we ain't here to kink shame anybody, baby. Whatever you like, whatever floats your boat. We're a bunch of freewheeling spirits here on the Mark Order podcast, and we're welcoming to everybody. Yeah, I I want everyone to to like what they like. I mean, I just again, Ant knows what to how to take a joke the right way. He it's a, just it's a trying to push the right direction, my man. That's all I'm doing. Shalong, I love you. You know that. This is some I'm, of my favorite good. some I of my favorite times with the two live crew. We th- most of the time, I think that's what we have. It's true. It's very I mean, true. Kids said she'd be late, but this is just. It ain't happening, pal. I'm telling you, I'm hold, I'm not going to hold my breath. Either way, I'm not trying to... Bu- Listen, we're just having a conversation. I'm not trying to, uh, you know, va- uh, vamp here. No, I know you're not. I just was laughing because we went to the two live crew and then I realized Kate still wasn't here. No, she's not here. She's not here. Um, well, Schlong, I don't really... Uh, I don't really have too much to report on over the last week either. Um, I'm trying to think if anything interesting happened. Mrs. Money's in the chat. I'm sure she'll remind me I'm forgetting something, but... Um, we did, uh, we did watch some football on Sunday. That's not a thing that I normally do. So again, Shlong, congratulations. You looked like a professional team playing against a bunch of high school kids, but that's okay. Um, that other game on, uh, Sunday was pretty good. Uh, what was that? Not the bills. Was it the bills, uh, Bengals on Sunday? I don't know. Uh, that was Sunday, but I didn't think the bills Bengals looked that good. I mean, it was just something that was on so you know i'm right. saying like it, it had a closer score but just the bengals seemed to dominate the bills all game yeah oh that's right mrs money says my parents came to visit so we cleaned the house that was nice Aww. yeah but don't so your parents parent. live in new jersey they do but like they came over they don't always come okay. here we tend to go there but uh but they came over and saw anthony and that was really it we kind of had a low-key weekend which was sort of nice so uh I still have Christmas lights on the house I have to take down. So uh, that didn't happen this weekend. So I will. It's just the lights, though, Schlong. At the very least, the other stuff that was out on the lawn is gone. So there's no inflatables. There's no candy cane lights. There's no Christmas, giant Christmas bulbs up on the walkway. It's literally just the, the lights on the house. So well, 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 well. I mean, at this point. Oh, what? Like. You like might as I well have just stayed home. Of wrestling talk. Come on. We were having a good time, Kate. Now, now I, I'm going to put Schlong. I'm going to put Kate on the spot because we got all the skinny from you. Kate, are you prepared for your vacation? Mostly, mostly. I have a couple of things that are in the attic, like just summer wardrobe wise that I have to that I have to go get out. But other than that, I'm good. Do you have all your paperwork together? Your passport? Your I uh, do. Okay, that's I good. do. I'm all checked in via the cruise line. Oh, wow. And do you have all your toiletries ready? Schlong was taking us through his toiletries and how he plans to buy some in Miami. Uh, I I think so. I have like a to-go bag of all my trial size stuff. So okay. it's like a grab and go situation for when I travel. Brian takes a vacation like once every seven years, so. Well, mine is the thing I have to buy in Miami is suntan lotion because I can't buy a a travel size one is not enough for how much I'm going to need. So that's fair. And you can get it on the ship, but it's like it'll be twelve hundred dollars for this much sunscreen. And I'm not the thing I want to remember is I've never been seasick before. 
but I just always want to have Grandma Bean on my person, <laughs> just just in case, because that'll just ruin your life if you don't. Um, now you could have the drama meme, but they also now I haven't taken a cruise in a very long time, but I remember the last cruise I was on, they also had those little wristbands that you wear that put like yes. the pressure on your little there's like a pressure point somewhere here, Ryan, that they have these like they look like uh yeah. you know the the sweatbands that you wear on your wrist, but they have like a little plastic thing that pushes in on that pressure point. They say it's supposed to help. So you could uh rock either one or both. If you so Kate's never gotten seasick. Where she says she hasn't, that's fine. Uh, well, uh, Schlong, are you? Do you tend to get seasick? Is this going to be a problem? Uh, oh, so he doesn't I've, even know. I've never been on a cruise. I've been seasick on a very small boat fishing, but I've never been on a cruise, which is like a small oh, city. Boy. So I don't know how. Oh boy! But I'll bring the Dramamine if I yeah, I'm definitely bring it. the Dramamine. I have that shit works. The gal who's my cabin mate this time around, she's who I went with the first time. And she got like a little seasick. It was really rocky when we went. Um, last year it was super smooth, but she took Dramamine, and she once she was able to get herself up, she was fine. Like that, it's incredible how quickly that works. And I had no idea like what it does, but it like desensitizes the ear hairs that calibrate your imbalance or something. It's crazy. Like <laughs> it temporarily sensitizes the ear inner ear to like chill out your senses to gain your balance or whatever it's wild i didn't know that i don't science (laughs) i science really good um yeah no it it does work uh it's uh it does work uh and schlong you're gonna have to get your sea legs too i know i've been told where my room is on the ship is in a good spot to not get seasick. Okay. I had I had the expert cruisers in my life look on the ship layout and they said <laughs> you you are where you need to be to not get seasick. So we'll see. Is that like a closer to the center of the boat thing? Yeah. Or wherever. So. Okay. I think it's closer to center. And I'm higher up, closer to center. And then you know, but I need tons of suntan lotion. Tons I mean, you should just get a get a giant family size bottle. Uh, that's what I'm gonna do. The just, friend we go with is the most overprepared person in the world. There will be nothing missing. <laughs> but is it SPF 5000? Uh, with how fair she is, yes, probably. Okay. Do you think I could pull off a parasol? I think you could pull off the zinc oxide that you wear on your nose. Like, oh, uh, like yeah. your UGG from Camp Onawana. Camp Onawana. I just think I'd look cute with the parasol walking around. You look cute all the time, Ryan. Come on. You're, Kate, a, gonna, you're adorable. Kate, I'm going to ask you the same question I asked Schlong. And Schlong disappointed me because he knows I'm a fashion icon. Obviously. Do you, do you have... I mean, you see the jacket behind me, right? I mean... Come on. I'm, fashion. It, it's all it takes One wrestling outing? That's all you need. And you're like, this. that guy's got it. I've got the Good it. Brothers could never... I wear I wear my good brother's summer shirt to the gym now. It is amazing. Um, so Kate, do you have all your fits ready? Do you have your outfits determined? Do you have all of that stuff ready to go? Or I well, mean, not ready to go, but in your brain, do you have it all worked out? For the most part, yeah. I just have to balance because so I got I got 
a lot of stuff at pro wrestling tees. So I just have to, to make sure I have a good blend of, um, like stuff for chillier days and stuff for warmer days, but I, I have a good one. There's only one fit that even probably rivals something that would be ant level, but it is super, it's, it's perfect for the occasion. Cause it is a matching top and bottoms, like Bermuda print old lady matching fit, which I think is, perfect. is a, is a choice one. And then I got my Eddie Kingston shirt and I got all my new hoodies and I got my, my, I got an Owen like muscle tank that has the same Perfect. logo because I love it. I'm yeah, I'm I'm feeling good. Now I'm I was disappointed in Schlong Kate because I said you don't have one piece of cruise wear, like nothing with like a, a Hawaiian shirt or something. And he said no. And I told him, Ryan, I've got three fucking outfits like I wore to uh Queens uh yeah. for the Grand Slam. I could have made sure that you had something in your possession if i had to drive it to you i would i don't wear fits it's just the wrong See, way to approach is, life this, kate this I, is someone who hasn't been on a cruise before once he goes on the cruise i, I as soon as really we think dock, that's gonna change this guy's really gonna be like i need my fit i feel so out of place without one of ants fits right now kate let me tell you this schlong is is schlong this is not meant to be an insult but schlong is so predictable I predicted almost every color of T-shirt that he's going to have. And I said, let me guess. You've got plain shirts, right? He said, uh-huh. And then he you said he's got a couple shirts. other ones. He, he yeah. said, you know, wrestling. I'm not, uh, I, there was an actual reason I'm not bringing wrestling yes. shirts. because I don't like. Hold up. Hold up. It's purely based on the fact they don't like the way most of them fit on me. That's and, fair. That's fair. And it is it is true. Sometimes when you get a shirt from pro wrestling tees, most of the time they do really good work. But sometimes you get these shirts that have like weird shoulders and they don't like sit the right way. So I totally understand what he's saying. But they use three different vendors to source just yep. the shirt part. And that makes it very inconsistent on sizing. Yeah. I will the, say. <laughs> and even just the way the shirt not even the size, but just like where the shoulders are, you know, where the hems are and the sleeves and stuff. Yeah. Oh, but, buddy, when I got my CM Punk one, it was as thin as a piece of paper. <laughs> by, the oh, time, man. by the time mine got set out. <laughs> well, I'll uh, I'll say this, Kate. Uh, be prepared because uh, Ryan, while he he has, he said, an eagle shirt, which may look like he's just at a funeral in the, after this weekend. Maybe. Um. I said, you've got a white T-shirt. And he was like, well, for the room at night. I was like, OK, all right. But you've got a white. I said a black. And he said, yes. Of course. I said, you've got a gray. Can I, go, I was yes. going to say, can I go for a Heather gray? He's got a gray. He's got a red. Uh, a red, OK. I guessed blue, like a navy blue. Uh, a dark. I was going to say a navy. He said no. Navy. No. no. But he's, I mean, he's I have one. It's just not coming with says. He's got all the classic colors that that Schlong would have. And then I even said, okay, what about your hats? And he's, I said, the Philly's going to go, right? And he said, yes. And he's also got his Flyers hat. And I was like, come on, Schlong, uh, snap back. That, uh, the Flyers hat I'm going to wear is like What about a bucket? Oh, Schlong, you got to get a bucket hat. You're going on a cruise. It's going to protect you from the sun. No. Come on. No. Not no. even I'd like this hat hat? What about a... Oh. Uh, what about a cowboy hat? You've got one of those. They have a cowboy around. hat. It's never gone over well, apparently. That's because you bought it to wear to that guy's house, and he specifically hates them, which is why you bought it. Yes. I mean, I may have bought it just to piss somebody off, but yes. And we've discussed <laughs> that I cannot wear a newsboy hat, because if I wear that, I will just quote newsies the entire time. So I'm very limited. 
And you're going to quote Uzis the whole time anyway, probably. Yeah, so, well, no, more likely Titanic, but still. Oh, Kate, within the first 10 minutes, uh, I'm the king of the world. That's going to oh, be like Michael Scott. No, I'm going to tell you right now what's in the first 10 minutes, and, and Kate can probably predict what I'm going to say within the first 10 minutes. Kate? You're going to go to your room. <laughs> well, no, no, but there's a, there's a quote I'm going to use continuously throughout this cruise. Oh, because of the implication. <laughs> exactly. Because she's not going to. It's an always sunny quote. Always sunny? Oh, 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 oh my oh. God. Dennis. But she's not going to say the implication. no. Nothing bad's the... going to happen to her. But it could. She's not going to say no because of the implication. <laughs> Kate, here's what I'm going to need from you because I, you know, I'm going to need you to tell me if you find Ryan employing the Dennis system at any point during that cruise. And I told Ryan there's going to be a lot of eligible bachelors for him to try to lure back to his room. So, you know, uh, I'm already picturing that Schlong gets, you know, uh, gets somebody back to his room, probably a twink or a cub. And then uh, he's going to have to start to employ the dentist system. So, um, you know, you guys are going to have a great trip. I'm going to say it again, Kate, because you weren't here. Um, there will be a show next week and Kyle K sparks is filling in. So that's awesome. going to be a lot of fun. Awesome. And then I can't wait to hear much like Matt did his run in and we heard about his cruise. I cannot, I can't wait to get back. And I would almost want to do it in a way where you are not even in this room yet, Kate. And I get Ryan's whole story. And then you come on oh. and tell your whole story. And then we bring you together. Almost newlywed game style. And I was be like, just going to say. Ryan, Kate said uh, you were insufferable and seasick the whole time. You didn't say any of that, you know, and then basically just part of that is likely so, to be true. I'm so game for for that, for that gimmick, for the that show. Oh, my God. We'll work it out. But that comes I mean, in. We're at weeks. Naughty 96 right now. So we are uh, nasty. Why do you guys keep thinking it's naughty? It's nasty. We nasty. Yeah, it's the alliteration. Which reminds me, shouldn't we have a special guest for this? I thought Matt was coming in, but I guess no, not. I... Shlong, you're looking a little choppy. Maybe you should drop out and come back. I think so. We'll uh, we'll find something to do until Ryan gets back. Um, so, Kate, uh, how was your uh, week? I know we're we're way over before wrestling, oh but who cares? How was your week? Um, long. But do it okay. Miss Daphne has an ear infection, so we're dealing Ooh. with that. Uh, and I'm just I'm busy with all good stuff and stuff that's paying me. But I'm like, if I can keep this pace for the next 90 days, I'm completely out of credit card debt, which I I've always was. And then last year I wasn't because I had contracts end, and I it I hate having it. It just makes me feel so suffocated. So it's not even that much money. And I was like, the next 90 days are gonna suck with the Guys, oh, yes. Problem. I'm looking. All over. <laughs> Wait a minute. Who is that? You're you're also Ryan. I am a concern. Oh, see, the government's <laughs> coming at me. Oh my god. You seem like Hold one on. of those conspiracy theorists we were talking about a couple weeks ago. Oh, oh my god. See, the government's even trying to make me someone I'm not. Oh boy, we're falling oh boy. apart. It's okay. 
Is at some point we're gonna get it's citizen. concerned citizen? Okay. This mm-hmm. isn't about cancel culture, is it? You're not part of the PC police. I'm looking for the captain. Okay. And I don't know where he went. Now, my guess, if I had to think, is that aliens abducted him. They said, Oh, there's just so much sexy well, in the captain. My question they is they need to bring that back to their planet. Yes. Are you following the money? Follow the money. Follow the money. We'll see. We know the government knows there's aliens. Ant, Ant money, Ant money is telling you to follow the money. Oh, uh, are you are you part of this? So, you know, you, you, you think that we built the Washington Monument on our own? You think we have that skill? No, 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 no. The government's always known there's aliens. They've helped us throughout history. But then the captain, right? Stick okay. with me here. I got a whole I got a whole place. The captain comes along, and he's screwing everything up because he's just too damn sexy. Okay. And, and, and when you have that much sex appeal, you get people to tell you secrets. So he seduced a scientist at Area 52, the real secret base. Okay. Okay. I don't know where we're going, but go ahead. Well, now he knows all the secrets. Okay. And the government was going to have him eliminated. But the aliens didn't like that because the aliens know that he's sexy. No one's around. Just make sure. The aliens know he's sexy. And the aliens wanted him on their planet. Planet Catonatron. Weird coincidence. Weird coincidence. Okay. I know. Mm-hmm. So they I think they've abducted him. Now I'm being watched constantly. They're following this, me. Yes. This sounds a lot like um, if you remember Francis Wright from the the Shining Wizards. I think <laughs> I think you would there'd be a there's some good friends for you out there, but I did want to compliment this hairstyle. It looks like if George Washington was in denial that he was aging and started using like Costco brand just for men. Um, well, you, whoa, no, you've been found. You've been found out. I, what, what? So, happened? real question. So, do you think he was abducted by aliens, or maybe, maybe, maybe Adam, maybe, Cole? maybe he was uh, abducted by Pepe Silvia. Pepe Sylvia doesn't even exist. I go, Pepe, Pepe, doesn't even exist. And then there's this Carol in HR. Carol, Carol. None of these people exist. They've taken my background, Aunt. My background. Legitimately, I do not know how to get that back. Are you saying that there is no Carol in HR? There is no Carol in HR. I'm getting nervous. If the captain is missing an action, I'm very nervous that he got a cabin on this cruise. I gotta be honest. It's making me a little itchy. I don't know if I want to go if the captain's going to be there. I'm going to be skip, feel skeevy the whole time. Do you feel like you're being watched? I know I'm being watched. I don't like this creepy... Black sedans following you everywhere you go? (laughs) I mean, I work from home. It's pretty uneventful, but... But are they parked outside your window in, in what looks to be a laundry van, but really it just hasn't moved in six days? I mean, yes. And then there's some things that are going out of my bushes that I don't care to discuss well. No, that's just I... me. Oh, okay. Okay. Story tracks. Story tracks. My um, apartment's definitely bugged. There's some bitch named Alexa who keeps like responding to stuff in my apartment. I have no idea what, what that's about. Trusted but... Alexa in your apartment? 
I'm more concerned about your bush, Kate, because I thought you said that you, uh, you know, took care of the bush. <laughs> All of the fellows seem to be. It's a very weird you know, thing. You just put yourself there. Um, crazy, crazy. Well, thank you for your concern, citizen. Uh, I'm I, very concerned, and I'm worried about you. You have money, and they want, if you're not with them, they don't want you against them if you have money. They're coming for you next. How do you know I'm not with them? That's how I have my money. Oh, my what, God. What? Do you see what's happening? Ant Money Millionaire Matt. Oh, boy. We really freaked him out. Well, that was a concerned citizen. Um, I'm glad that he was able to get in here. Um, Kate, I guess while we're... Uh, while we're waiting, <laughs> while we're waiting for... I actually got... To, I got a I got a crate. Um <gasps> I got all elite crate. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I just hope a concerned citizen doesn't come back into the, into the room. <laughs> Why is my thing say something weird? I didn't do that. I don't know. And you're out of I place. Was, I had to go get on? a drink and some dude just came running by me. It was very weird. Before I got on here, did you guys talk about how fucking stupid the slap fight thing is? Yeah. Oh yeah. Yes. We've already covered that. That's Don't why worry. it's my background. Oh my yeah. Ryan, uh, while you were resetting the concerned citizen joined us and then left quickly, uh, but I'm going to go through the crate I got that since we didn't get to it last week when we were talking about all sorts of other sad stuff. Um, so let's run through it real quick. This is the Revolution 2023 crate for anybody who didn't opt into the crate. I've downsized it. I've downsized my shirts, so that's nice. Like a lot. You look great. Thanks, Mrs. Kate. Money looks great. It. She does. You guys are killing it. The she thing that's even better is it's like. You're so fashionable already. Like, it's just getting better. Now it's going from, like, extra fashionable to super extra fashionable. That's true. Let's see. The first shirt in the crate is red. I don't have much red, so this is nice. And it's a nice uh, FTR Excellence shirt. Ooh. Ooh. Top guys. Yeah, the top guys are not on TV at the moment. We're going to talk about the top guys in a little bit. Because Dax um, broke his ass. Did break his ass. Ooh, there's a crack nice... in it. Oh, oh my gosh. <laughs> I hope it's not broken, but it is cracked. Um, there's an acclaimed sticker pack here. Some Yo, nice, uh, stickers. Scissor stickers. <laughs> Second shirt is uh, a Hellraiser Blackpool Combat Club t-shirt. Let's fucking go. That's a nice shirt. They have really cool merch. One of the hoodies I got from pro wrestling tees was like they're just blackpool combat club font and it's on like a gray camo oh nice yeah delicious. mrs money has They've a blackpool combat club uh hoodie and she just was like i just like the way it looks and they're kind of badass i was like yeah they are pretty badass that's what i go for the wearable ones that aren't like that's a wrestling shirt right that's what she yeah. said she was like it sort of just looks like it could be gym wear or like you know mma type Band stuff thing or what I, yeah it could be like True. uh there is an mjf uh devil uh lapel pin it's pretty cool he's got little like horns on him literally the devil and he's super orange on this pin so it sort of fits there you go. Ooh, uh 300 chase variants included i did not get a chase variant here but it is a thunder rosa a heather micro gray mark order shirt Oh. No, there's only three of those. Thunder Rosa Micro Brawler. 
I've seen more of Thunder Rosa with this micro brawler than I've seen of her on my television. Uh, let's. Oh man, this is a good item for real. I'm not even shitting here. Uh, some nice orange Cassidy socks. Ooh, very nice. Old school. How much is the crate? To be honest, I don't remember because I just paid for the year. And okay. uh, the way I sort of figured it was like I get two shirts every f- three months. You know what I mean? So like, yeah, I get some new shirts. And if uh, there's stuff I don't like, we could absolutely give them away. They're going to be huge on somebody. But, uh, you know, whatever. And get them out of my house. You can Kelly Kapowski them if you're a lady. Oh, that's true. Hey, uh, this would have been good for either one of you because you're going on a trip immediately and it's a wrestling trip. It is a uh, all elite wrestling luggage tag. Ooh, It wouldn't work for me. I'm not checking my luggage. Uh... But still, in case you leave your bag somewhere, people know who they're Mm. stealing it from. That's true. Why'd you give me a weird look there, Kate? Because it's like five days. You're not checking your luggage. I'm bringing a backpack and one suitcase that's the size of a travel on suitcase. Oh, okay. Carry on suitcase. Yeah. I mean, again, my my six plain t-shirts are fine. Schlong, here's a uh, best of uh, Dark Elevation Volume One DVD. Should I should I do bonus commentary for it? I mean, we could do bonus commentary for it. Pretty good trios match: Darby, John Moxley, Eddie Kingston versus Chaos Project and RSP. Dark I would order. legitimately pay money to hear Matt doing bonus commentary, like, but just sounding like Matt, like, "Come on, you fucking morons!" Yeah, I know. There's some we'll there's some Darby avant garde. Uh, <laughs> there is the poster from uh, last year's uh, Revolution. It's uh, Moxley, Jericho. I want to get one of those shirts, the ones that have that are like poster style. Those look really yeah, cool. Those are pretty I cool. Like oh, and the um, oh, I'm trying to get it out of the box. I can't do it. The autographed eight by ten uh, for this month. There's one autograph this month. I had one one month. There were two. It is one this month. Would you guys like to guess who the autograph is? Ty Conti. I will give you this much. It is a male superstar. Sammy Guevara. <laughs> Kip Sabian. No, would anybody like a second guess? Eddie Kingston. No. It was Eddie Kingston. I'm on my way to Ant's house. Um You would totally get it. Don't worry. Um Samoa Joe. No, would anybody like a third and final, or do we just want to end this? No, no, no. Three is good. Three is good. Okay. Schlong? Or, no, yeah. um, Danhausen. No, not Danhausen. That's too yeah, valuable. He's the away. number one merch seller. Yeah. That's um, Asian Joe's fault. I stole his answer. Can I get a young Wheeler Utah? No, sorry, folks. Oh. <gasps> sorry. This month it is a J Lethal. Oh. You did good tonight. I'll say that much. It is certified. Since we were talking about our cruise, I I did notice a certain gasoline-wielding man will be on the cruise. I know! Eddie Kingston, partner! Kate, this is where you have to shoot your shot. 
I know I wasn't gonna do a photo op because that's just not my jam on boats, especially. Like I don't want to wait. I don't want to spend hours of my cruise waiting in line. Um, though they had a pretty efficient system, but now I'm like, but it's Eddie. I mean, <laughs> it's Eddie, you... and it's right on there. It's included, so. Do you need a, a photo op, or might you just see him walking around? That's the other thing. Through. You can usually get, and they're better pictures too because they're not staged. Like you right. can usually just grab people walking around. Um, but Peter Avalon is not on the cruise, Eric. I, I don't want to talk about it. Well, there's the crate for this month. A couple good shirts, some nice oh, stuff. Yeah. Uh, so there you go. All elite crates. First quarter crate of 2023. Crates got the graphic. Crates are all elite. Crates are all elite. And Friday Night Rampage is all elite. Um, if we want to run through that real quick. Uh, let's see. Jungle Boy defeated Ethan Page. And that That's pretty fun. much set up, uh, you know, Jungle Hook versus Ethan Page and uh, Matt Hardy tonight. Um, the Twist of Fate spot was really fun in that. The like teased one and then he used it and didn't win. That was fun. Yep. That was, good that was a lot of fun. Uh, Shivani interviewed Ortiz. Now this is where Kate maybe gets a little upset, but maybe she gets a little excited and then a little upset. Uh, Shivani interviewed Ortiz. He was very upset with Eddie Kingston for thinking about hitting a woman with a chair. So he called Eddie out to the ring to handle this like men face to face. And Eddie does come out with a chair and they face off. Ortiz says their mentor homicide would call him a coward and a fake tough guy. So Eddie hits Ortiz in the stomach and then in uh, with the chair and then in the back and walks out. So Ortiz is left in pain in the middle of the ring. So um, heel turn break up. What do we think's happening here? Is it a heel turn? I don't know if it's a heel turn. That's what the kids were saying. Um, I think they want to do Eddie Kingston versus MJF because uh, that's just an easy title defense. They're both great shit talkers on the mic. Like that, that's just such a home run. Um, I think this might just be a like Ortiz brought up homicide thing and Eddie kind of snapped and the whole thing is Malachi Black is in his head, right? So I don't think you turn Eddie heel here because I think you're leading to Malachi Black and Eddie Kingston and Malachi Black has to stay heel. It's too weird and creepy. Um, so I, I don't think we're getting a full full on heel turn here by any means. But I've I've really liked this angle. Like I really liked the way this played out. Um Ortiz has been great in it too. But I just I'm very glad to have Eddie Kingston on my television again. Really quick, this actually is a pretty good uh FMK from Eric Freeds. Uh Kate, this is to you. Eddie Kingston, pretty Peter. Or sexy Chucky e. T. Now, why we put you. A... We have a lot of good ones coming up for you. You know that come up for you, Kate. That's a pretty good one. <sighs> I mean, you marry Eddie. I mean, that's your that's your go to. That's your forever. It's, that's that's my day one. That's my ride or die, Eddie Kingston. Okay. This is so difficult because Chuck Taylor is obviously a sex icon as well. But you do want to fuck pretty Peter Apple. You've made it very clear. Yeah, I mean, I'm going to be very disappointed. I want to fuck Peter Avalon. <laughs> we didn't get it super clean, but we got it. We got it. I want to fuck Peter Avalon. 
and I don't want to kill Chuck Taylor, but I'm I'm gonna have to here. It breaks my heart because I love I love Chucky e. T. And even though he is a sex icon, which he is, my God, the tie dye, the sweatbands, he's crushing it. He's not the hottest boy in AEW, and that's really what this comes down to from an F standpoint. You know what I mean? I do get it. So you're gonna marry Eddie. You're gonna fuck, fuck Peter, Peter Avalon. Okay, I just want to make sure we got it. Uh, <laughs> all right. Uh, moving on with Rampage, Darby. Uh, Wait, challenges. no, same question to you. I'll, oh, both of you. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, you I will. FMK the same three fellas. <laughs> no, uh, I'll. I'm, not, I'm gonna go a little different. I'm gonna kill Eddie Kingston because I don't want him to hit me with a chair. Um, I'm gonna marry pretty pretty Peter Avalon so you can't fuck him and ruin my marriage. And then uh, I'm going to fuck uh, sexy Chucky e. T. I'm happy that you and Chuck Taylor are in a sexual relationship, and I respect the strategic move. Of right? not, not I basically just made your him. life miserable. I killed Eddie. I'm, I'm, you know, putting a ring on pretty Peter. God damn it! So, so I am also killing Eddie. Okay. Sorry, I am fucking pretty Peter, mm-hmm. and I am marrying Chucky e. T. And we can grow old and watch the Sixers together. There okay, you go. Yeah, He's sense. also hysterical. He yes. was on the cruise last year, and he was funnier than any of the comedians. I was in stitches. Ooh, ooh. Kate, Kate, Kate from Mark Will. FMK, Eddie, CM Punk, Samoa Joe. I came myself. <laughs> you got to kill. I, can't I don't want to live without one of those three people. What's the point of living? You got to kill Samoa Joe because he would crush you if you fuck him. Um... And I he mean, just doesn't seem like the type can, you'd want to marry. He's very mean. He is aggressive. I can be on top. All right. Let's like, I don't need to get crushed in the process. He's fucking you. <laughs> um, I love Samoa Joe, though. There could just be endless walkaway spots in my life, which is just fun. <sighs> I'll say this. Unless he walks away for good. Caden C says uh, they want to get choked by Samoa Joe. Hey, again, we're not here to kink shame anybody. If that's your you, thing, Kate. have at it. Good for you. Actually, he he might have asked. We need the answer to this one, and then I got. I think his FMK is just as good for Kate. Go ahead, pull it up. Dom Mysterio, Austin Theory, and Jeff Jarrett. All of Kate's. I killed Dom Mysterio, hundred <laughs> percent. Like without even for the hairstyle alone. My God, for. He already is murdering his dad's 619 and can't do any of Eddie Guerrero's moves. So that's already dead. He might as well go too. Um, Austin Theory. No, it's too icky when there's allegations involved. I'm not answering any of it. I think they're the only. I think you would marry Jeff Jarrett, though. I think Jeff Jarrett would make a fine husband. I, he would always be employed. I wouldn't have to worry about job stability. I, I was just going to say, dude's always working. Dude is always working. I don't want Jay Lethal like hanging out at my house, though. Fucking he spends his day money. working. All, I love in know. Kate's world that they do hang outside. Uh, hang yeah. out all, all tag teams are best friends in an outside of work. Duh. <laughs> Why not? All right, let's go back to Rampage. Uh, Dobby wants Buddy Matthews for the TNT title on Dynamite, so we set that up for tonight. 
Um, we'll talk about that momentarily. We see Willie Mack on TV, but he gets uh, defeated by uh, Brian Cage. So clearly Brian Cage is just working his way into the match tonight. Uh, commentary does make mention that the uh, Jacksonville Jaguars had a game this weekend. Did they really? Well, I guess they did. Uh, but their season's over now. <laughs> Jade and Layla Gray defeat the Vanity Sisters, Jordan and Jaina. Um, I just... do you, you had a I'm assuming you have a crush on the Vanity Sisters. Me? Yeah. I don't honestly remember much about the Vanity Sisters, mainly because what I was just going to mention was, did anybody happen to see Layla Gray's post uh, from today on Instagram? I sure her, her did. Birthday post? Oh, yeah, buddy. Oh, boy. Oh, yeah. It was uh, good. And I so I went to search for something. Oh, look who it is. Another run in. So this show's definitely going four hours tonight. What's up, Matt? No, I have to jump at midnight. So <laughs> I uh, what's up, y'all? What's up, how's Maddie? It, how's it going? It's going. I look like a psycho. You do. <laughs> you kind of do. Wow. What's going on there? What are you wearing on your shirt today? I know what shirt that is because I got the same one. Tell your baby dork ass friends to watch wrestling. The War Horse shirt. Oh, yeah. Okay, there it is. It's the best. I had to keep my streak going, so I had to do a running. I like it. I we like, like it. it. We like I don't it. I want you shit talking me later. No. I mean, that's going to happen too. But... No, that's we never nice. shit talk anybody when they're not here. Not one. I farce that's a farce only if you're fighting cancel <laughs> culture and bragging about it what's going yeah, that on will you doing? doing all right how are you sir rock and roll great yeah just have some a good mood corn chowder soup corn chowder michael matt's yeah. in a good mood tonight chowder i was in a great mood last week too you were yeah but you, you were back were from girl. vacation piss and vinegar though too yeah I'm always full of piss and vinegar. <laughs> I know that's right. So, uh, so Matt, what uh, word on the street is you're maybe planning a trip to the nation's capital? Is that happening? Ah, yes, yes, that's a possibility. Okay, maybe a little double dip, dip my toes in a little of that Japanese culture. What? I I think the first leg of that trip is something I'm very interested in. The nation's capital. No, the one before that. The, it's after. I thought. What are you no, talking about? I didn't get DC, to hear DC, when they DC showed then Philly. Oh well, I'm more interested in the second one then. Ah, some new Japan. Philly. Oh, 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 for New Japan. Hell yeah. yeah. I also. Uh, Kate, do you have an Owen I'll, Hart sweatshirt on? Does that come with a? Do. Uh, uh, don't make a terrible we'll joke. Not no, tonight. Not tonight. Not tonight. Do it. What, come what on. Do it. Is there a chalk outline on the back of it? Oh Jesus Christ! <laughs> does that hoodie does that hoodie come off? It does act as a parachute, though, if you're falling. Jesus! <laughs> oh, goodness you were just like, you're like I got my hand on the button. I got my hand on the button. Uh, yeah, I want to go down right because it's in April, and then like it'll be my last like uh, wrestling trip before the summer. Hell let's, yeah! Uh, I also let's talk about it. Um, we'll discuss offline, but I might have some 
some MLW stuff to if you wanted to go. No, I'm good. I have connect. <laughs> connect. <laughs> They're doing a big yeah. New York show. So oh uh, yeah. Know. Six hours of dog shit. I'm good. <laughs> if I wanted that, I'd come here for six hours. <laughs> but you're gonna be able to see MLW on Reels channel. I'm good. Last week I watched fucking New Japan and Women of Wrestling. My fucking, I'm going. I'm on the downward spiral, boys and girls. You watched Wow? Oh, it was fantastic. I've actually heard it was all right. Uh, the wrestling is absolutely abysmal, but the uh, the characters and the stories, it's can't be like '80s wrestling. It's fucking it's, great. It's slow, right? It's, yeah, you just put it on and turn your brain off for fifty five minutes. And laugh at their at fucking how big rig Betty and Holly Swag uh, got free tickets to the show because they helped the the fabulous four get their truck towed. Schlong, that's the you need a lady who's named Big Rig Betty. Yes, a hundred percent. We were talking about this before 100%. Kate. You got on before you got on Kate. We went into a whole thing, but Schlong, there you go. Big Rig Betty sounds like that is up your fucking. Ass. I said it'd be very difficult for me to find a woman who was significantly bigger than myself. <laughs> she's named Big Rig Betty. Big Rig sure Betty is bigger than you for sure. You'll find one on the cruise. <laughs> <laughs> just, he stops by once every four years. Who? Heckles. Yo. I, this is, I'm on a roll outside of my vacation. This might be four weeks in a row. It's you true. are. Yeah. You are. I made it home just in time to watch the women's match and the Briscoe match, but I have to go back and watch the rest. And you still were like, I'm coming in to make that chalk I, out. I, I got a call. I got, I got a, uh, look, this, this guy loves me. This Caden guy Aiden loves, loves me. Matt. You know, Eric Freed is, Eric is tweeting about the Mark Order and the Wizards are going to be there. So I got to show up. Nelly's here. Hi, Nelly. Nelly. Hey, the Matt. Hey, I'm going to ask Ryan. you a question since you're here. Yeah, yeah. Shoot. Because we, our, our typical commercials are, are, are old Shining Wizard shows, but there's a new one. Sorry? Is there not a new Shining Wizard Network show? There is. Can you tell us about it? It's 30 screams or less. Corey and Steven every week will watch a horror movie, and they will talk about it in less than 30 minutes. Sounds fantastic. And it's not like... I don't I don't want to say this. It's not like they're all good horror movies. <laughs> no, I mean, that's Most half horror the fun movies of are. Right. But it's an it's a very easy listen, and it's a completely different genre that we've never had on the Shining Wizards Network. So it's not just all wrestling related. They're doing horror movie stuff, and Corey's been uh, a friend and a fan of the Wizards since back in the day. And Steven's brother used to do the Neckbreaker podcast, which was one of the OG Shining Wizards Network podcasts. There you go. That was a great podcast. I miss that podcast. I just wanted to, since we don't have, obviously it's not, not an updated commercial yet. I wanted to highlight it since it's out there. Oh, well, I think you're a professional. I'm still playing the oh, old commercials because Lord knows we need a break. Um, yeah, no, understandable. But uh, I still owe, uh, I still owe. Kate's internet uh, broke. I still owe T-Donk a commercial for okay. this show. So. Cool. So uh, what, He owes uh, us getting rid of some commercials. So. 
You guys excited for your 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 cruise? Hell yeah! I mean, I am I am ready for a fucking vacation. <laughs> I've been told I don't have my fits aren't up to to par. What's a fit? That's apparently I don't have out, good outfits. You gotta have like how Ant wears. Yeah, you know, like the drip that I wear. You know, anytime wear we go to a son, you're too small for it. No, no, no. no. I can like a five year old running around in daddy's work shirt. No, 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 no. I've downsized my clothing. You do know, I told you when we went to uh, Grand Slam, the outfit I had that night yeah. was the largest size I had. I bought two more, each a size smaller, so that eventually I worked oh. my way down. This fucking guy, Thinking and I'm the, I'm the millionaire. He's buying three outfits at a clip. That's because I got have the money. money. Yeah, and money. That makes sense. Didn't Danny either borrow or steal your? Um... No, he did. T- he did. He did give me the tip off on those outfits, and I was like, "Yes, one hundred percent. I'm in on that." But he got it specifically to wear as cruise wear. I was like, "Cruise wear. This is everyday shit." There it is. You're a baller. Got it. Oh, yeah. call a baller. I'm waiting for my Danhausen jacket to arrive. Does it come with teeth? I got my Danhausen figure today. You got a figure? Yeah, the heels and faces figure. Sounds Show fun. us. Is it open? No, it's not open. <laughs> <laughs> Matt's wheeling across the floor for those listening. And he's slowly humping his way he's back. Scooching. There you go. Along. Oh, Ooh. nice. Ah, it, came with, a... uh, it came with some teeth and Did some money. Evil? A bag of money, some teeth. A and back of human money. Nice. Sick. Yeah. I got a Jeff Jarrett one, too. Oh, Kate that's what that. Kate wants. Kate, you want some J-E-double-F-J-E-double-R-E-double-T-double-J-E-double-T? Fuck O double F. Spend my days working hard on the go, but the hands on the clock keep spinning too slow. I can't wait to be alone with Kate tonight. Okay, easy. By the way, it just hit me. Do you know who Matt looks like to me? Bert Kreischer. Yes. <laughs> he called it. Way to go, Matt. I, I've um, never seen it before, but I see it now. <laughs> Can we make Matt go get something else off the shelf? Because it's just really fun to watch. You just need to take your, Matt just needs to take his shirt off to pull off the full Burt no, Kreischer. I trouble when I do that. You know that. But he does just look say like you're Bert doing Kreischer. your Burt Kreischer impression. I had a dude once at the 7-Eleven like, staring me down while I was getting out of my car. And I was like, yeah? He was like, dude, you look just like Burt Kreischer. I'm like, oh, yeah, I've gotten that before. <laughs> you really do. I'm the machine. the machine. I am the machine. You're Brian Cage too. No, he's got he a better. cool mohawk though. Does he? I wish I could pull off his mohawk. Why don't you try it right well, you now? Want me to find out. Uh... Breaking news: what? Matt likes someone's wrestling hair as there's... a mohawk form. Yeah, there's a couple couple people's hair that I like, but there's a lot more people whose hair I don't like. There it is. Whose do you like? Do you like Speedball Mike Bailey's mohawk? Not, what does he have a mohawk? His teeth yeah, are way too white for me. It really annoys me. That's such a. It's like creepy. Like 
very creepy. And he has a mullet, doesn't he? Yeah, he does a mullet. Not he a does not have a mullet mohawk combo because that might be the best hair in wrestling. If a he mullet, had a mohawk and then oh, just back yeah. right across into a mullet. That'd so you're saying cool. traditional mohawk into traditional mullet end. Hardcore in the front, party in the back. Who was it? Remember when we went to Dynamite in Newark and there was some random guy being a total piece of shit and you were yelling something about them having a waterfall on their head? <laughs> yeah, the guy who kept yelling, die, Julia. Yeah, yelling, die, Julia Hart. And you were like, whoa, waterfall head. <laughs> yeah, he had like the fucking Alabama waterfall going on. <laughs> fucking dick weird. bag. Matt, you do love Tanahashi's hair. Her oh, his says, hair right? is the shit. His hair sucks as bad as his fucking air guitar. He sucks. <laughs> you suck, Tanahashi. I'll take off this fucking. I'll show you my abs, dude. Do it. Let's see it. You won't. I don't have the abs yet. I've been doing my yoga all week. Let's see it. No balls. Come on. No, man. Ooh. I know. My wife is. She just came home. We had a nice dinner. So what? And We're I said, oh, we're having a good time. 15, 20 minutes. I can't be taking my shirt off. That's how I get in trouble. This is a safe space for you. you no, this is this show is, but I don't live in a safe space. If I take off my shirt, I'm in the danger zone, sexy. brother. We got to We got to go on a trip. I can't. Did you say I, you got to go on a drip? No, we have to go on a trip. I miss this I was... too much. I miss you being a big weirdo too much. <laughs> Hey, I'm Matt, you over for football this Sunday? That's true. I know that I can do, I think. See, I cannot. I, I got noticed this time, so I'm Ooh. good. Matt, uh, real quick, Asian Joe wants an FMK out of you. Right. Uh, Brian Cage's mohawk, Hook's bedhead, or Jungle Boy's flow? All right. That's a great one. It's <laughs> a good one. I think. Um, who all right, who am I who am I marrying? I think I'm gonna marry Jungle Boy's flow. I think okay. that's a wise call because that shit's never gonna go out of style. It's never gonna But is he gonna lose never it? Gonna give you up. No, that guy that guy is 95 on his deathbed with Dude, that. By flow. the time he loses it, marriages will be out. People are just gonna be banging in the streets. That's that's like 10 years away. I'm not some dogs living together. Mass hysteria. Uh man. Banging in the streets. So I'm marrying the hair. I think I'm gonna bang Hook's bedhead. Oh, all right. And then I'm gonna have to kill the Mohawk. Like anyone can have a Mohawk, right? I could have a fucking Mohawk. Prove right. it. He's got those well, dumbass sideburns. Is, is something else. And I saw a picture. Does he have a little gingerbread man now in the middle of his chest? Who hook? Yeah, what's he got? The little tattoo in between his little titties. I don't know. I didn't notice it tonight. I wasn't you looking at his tattoo titties. in the middle of his chest. I wasn't looking in the middle of his titties. I'm sorry. Sleeping again there, you grizzly. No, I was awake for the whole show. Hey, what do you do? Hey, what are you doing with your CPAP? Do you still use that since you're skinny guy? Every day? night. Yeah, every night. All right. Until they tell me otherwise. Yeah, I don't want to. I don't want to die. That's see, I don't want to die either. So I don't know. Like, do I just go to the store and buy one, or do I really have to go see a doctor? No, you got to go see a doctor, and they got to, uh, you got to uh, do a sleep study. That means I got. Aiden looked right at the titties, and he can confirm Matt was correct. See, we have made it through two segments of wrestling. <laughs> Not even. We're good. I mean, rampage. I got, I'm going to leave in like two minutes because I'm going to go hang out with my wife. Well, since I mean, you, you got can't to leave see. Until the shirt's off. 
because I'm gonna leave early too. Um, <clears throat> Look at what, this getting big time, Schlong. I told you it was just gonna be the two live crew. My dog's got an ear infection. I'm fucking beat. But since Mac actually got to see the main event and it was an important one, can we maybe talk about that first? Because that would, I think that would be nice if we could. I've get lost it. all control at this point. Do whatever the fuck you want. <laughs> Matt, your thoughts on tonight's main event? No. Thought it was be- it was wonderfully done. It was a great tribute to Jay Briscoe. Um, I don't think anybody watching had a dry eye. Yeah, uh, it was very emotional. Jay Lethal, you know, crying before the match even starts, and and uh, a couple of people he- that were there texted me and said that Jay Lethal was like a mess. That it was yeah, like- you can see it on the TV yeah. box. But the match was the match was great. The only thing, and I tweeted it out. The only thing that match was missing was a man up chant. Oh, um, instead of them chanting yeah. Briscoe, we should have had a man up, a chant. man up chant. Yeah, oh. but uh, I thought it was wonderfully done, you know. And then everyone coming out at the end on the on the on the uh, on the stage, and Ian Riccoboni and Caprice Coleman doing commentary, and Paul Turner being the referee. They really did a wonderful job uh, tying it all together, and and uh, Ian, you know. Definitely leave, dropping a little something for us at the end. You know, he can shoulder, he can shoulder it, Mark mm-hmm. Briscoe, to carry on the name. So I'm sure that's not the last we will see of Mark Briscoe. Yeah, they said debut too. My guess is that they're just, um, like, they probably don't want to rush him into a contract with what he's going through right now, would be my guess. But I'm hoping that that means he, um, gets the graphic. And they did say at one in the morning, they're running that ROH tribute show. Is is when they're, they're at one? Yeah. Oh, after okay, that makes sense. We'll be the oh, after really? the West Coast uh, dynamite ends. Yeah. So that's why I thought of that. Well, I you know I didn't think about this until you guys start talking about the way uh, Jay Lethal was was reacting. That's a lot of. I don't say pressure, but that's a lot on him because Mark obviously it's his yeah. brother, and that's but you've been chosen as the other guy in that match, like the other guy to to, to for the legacy match for like the, the first match to honor him. That's and a huge like, part of ROH. Like I I think everybody right. has their different feelings on Jay Lethal, but like undeniably, like it was kind of like Gresham and him were the guys that I feel like were kind of the the pillars there for a little bit. So um of, of as far as people that knew Jay and knew what this match meant, it's kind of crazy. I was like, man, in a calendar year or whatever, like him retiring Ric Flair is not the most significant thing he's done in a, in a wrestling ring. Like, that's pretty crazy when right. you consider that. Um, but he definitely he he was the right guy for this match for sure. Like, that's that's the guy who should have got, got out there and done that tonight for sure. For sure, it was a really good match. Um, it's a lot the, of pressure, yeah, that though, was, yeah, it is. He was, I mean, super emotional before it, super emotional after. Like that was a lot. Mark, I thought was great. Like he he did yeah. so well. He was so in the moment. He seemed happy, genuinely to be there. I don't. He's never navigated a wrestling world without his brother. Like this is decades of his life that he's never done this without his brother. So. That's kind of crazy. Yeah, I also um, <clears throat> I didn't realize it until after he got in the ring that he had both belts. 
I thought yeah, he just that's... had his one that he carried and sort of tossed. And then when he got into the uh, the ring and I saw him going under his shirt, I was like, oh, fuck, he's got both belts. They really need to retire that belt design. That's the Briscoes. Them, yeah. And just start a new one up. Like, because you're going to have to do something, obviously, and, and just let that be theirs because it was theirs no matter what. I mean, they're the ones most tied to it to begin with. So then. Or you yes. could run uh, the NWA runs the Crockett Cup. Why can't Ring of Honor run the Briscoe Cup? Oh, For sure. we talked about this last week. I 100% believe they should run uh Jay Briscoe tag tournament with the best tag teams in the entire world. Like anyone they can bring in from any company that allows them should only be the best. Like it should be meaningful, but I'm just saying those belts should probably the design kind of like what they do with Brody, like let that design go, bring in a new design. And I mean, God, I don't know how Mark wrestled. I really don't. I don't know if I could have done that. I don't know if I could have had the whatever to go in that ring, but I, that's not a, good for him i mean to to be able to have an outlet for for what he's obviously feeling but man in a real deal match like that was that wasn't like them taking it lightly <laughs> but yeah. i think it's either you you can't do it or you have to do it for people in those moments it's like i've got to get in the ring for some normalcy or i can't even imagine doing it it's, i feel like what you kind of hear more often than not but and I never thought about how tough it must be on like, like Rick and Bonnie talking about how they traveled together. Yeah. Like he got to know them on the real level. Like that's tough to then have to call the match of like. He did great too. I, I'm always singing his praises, but he did really well tonight. Yeah, for sure. I mean, they, they handled everything really uh, the way it should have been handled. Um, You know, bringing in Ian and Caprice having, you know, uh, Having Paul Turner ref the match, it being Jay and Mark, you know, every everything was just done right. Um, it is just a shame to to step back and think like, this is how you have to get Mark on TV, right? Like this is how Warner wouldn't fucking let it happen, and one of them dies, and then they're like, okay, I guess it can happen. You know, it just sucks for that to happen because they should have gotten their time in front of a large national audience on TV when he was here for everybody to appreciate. And I know they ran the pay-per-views with FTR and that had a lot of eyeballs and stuff like that. Fantastic. But for the free audience to be able to see what they could do would have been great. You know, it just sucks that he never got that shot. And, um, you know, just the fact that they were able to do what they did tonight, I'll consider that a win because Warner Brothers was so dead set on not having them involved in TV whatsoever. Like we'll take the win we get there, but it just really sucks that they didn't get the due credit on free TV when uh, Jay was still here. So there's uh there's the one downside to all. I mean, one downside he's dead, you know, but you get what I'm saying, right? Like, yeah, the, the major you know, downfall of or, or the downside of all this, you know, is just the fact that they didn't get in front of more eyeballs when they could have had the chance because they were so fucking stuck on the fact that he tweeted out some stuff 
a long time ago and then he apologized and tried to make good on it for the last 10 fucking years but they'll still run a fucking slap fight league where the owner didn't give a fuck about slapping his wife and uh you know he really fucking loves slapping. Ezra Miller on their thing I will say like it doesn't take from a tv executive standpoint those comments yes of course it also doesn't take like a lot of layers of search to see them in front of a Confederate flag either. Like, I think there might've been kind of multiple strikes against them in that regard. Um, but it is kind of ridiculous, um, and wildly hypocritical for them to not recognize (laughs) that like a good luck finding a wrestler who doesn't have something fucking weird about them in their history and be <laughs> um, like the amount of shit that they've peddled for people who have done worse uh, exponentially is there. There's a lot there. So including to your point, data white, who is on video slapping his wife and they, they had a chance to kill the entire league and didn't do that. Right. So yep. before it even started. So agreed entirely, but but I am glad that they had those matches with FTR because so many people found their work through that triad of matches, which was really cool to like see and hear. Um, but I, I thought they knocked it out of the park tonight. I figured they weren't going to do like a Brody Lee level tribute show, but the video packages they ran, Matt, you'll you'll see at the beginning. There's um, fantastic, really, really, really well done video package in there as well. And um, but but really well, really well done at the end for sure. I'm excited to check it out. Also, people out there, if you believe in something and it's within the realm of, you know, goodness, don't bend a knee for fucking people. Don't be a fucking cheap folding chair. Don't apologize. It's ridiculous that Jay Briscoe had to die for Mark Briscoe to be on TV because some asshole at fucking Warner Brothers couldn't get over something he tweeted out 10 years ago. Yeah, and and had a, like 10 to 15 years of behavioral patterns to show that he apologized and changed and a significant amount of support from like Effie and you know what I mean like when you can't get more offended than the people that were targeted like that's yeah. that's kind of my thing is sure come on man yeah, I mean I always say cor- big corporations uh, operate on fear and if you give them any reason to be afraid of bad PR they're going to react in poor ways which often leads to worse PR but it's just what they do. And so they had fear of bad PR in this situation. And they're like, we just want nothing to do with them, which has only made them look worse because they looked so bad last week by not allowing anything on there. And that, allowing. Yeah. I mean, it, it, yeah, it's just Cur- really bad. Time concussion now. slap league. It just, it, we, we, again, we say we're in, we say we want people to be able to change and get better. When a guy does it, you, you still won't let him move forward. It's like, well, I don't know what else you could because because from all attempts, he didn't just say the words; he did the actions. Like he was right. Oh, he definitely donated more to LGBTQ charities than anybody at, at Warner by the end of that, like <laughs> a decade. I mean, I mean in the, the whole Confederate flag argument too. I mean, uh, look at the work the guy was doing. He wasn't treating anybody, you know, the way that you would expect somebody to have those beliefs to. No, no. Just from an optics perspective, it just it just doesn't take long for you to go see that. But I I understand. But a a non wrestling executive is never gonna sure. 
But it's the same that's, argument. That's it's the same argument to me as, you know, the reason the E won't put China in the fucking Hall of Fame, right? Somebody said if a kid searches for it, they're going to find porn. Well, you search well, for anything. Xbox in the Hall of Fame. Porn. What's that? Xbox in the Hall of Fame. Sonny's in the Hall of Fame. That's true. I don't disagree, Matt. I think it's Maybe a fucking travesty. I don't disagree. I'm just yeah, saying you, there's there's you can't I, go put girls on the cover of Playboy as a company and then do that shit. That's I don't shit. disagree. I'm just saying there there's hypocrisy everywhere and it's a shame they should have been on television for a longer period of time. You know. All right. I love you guys. I'm going to go do stuff with my wife. All right, Matt. Above the Oh, night, you're going to go do stuff. Above huh? the cover stuff. All right. Ooh, even better. Over the clothes stuff with your wife. My wife. All right, Matt. Good to see you. Matt, let's um certainly yes, discuss a trip to the nation's capital. Yes, man. I'm off tomorrow because of the windy weather. Yeah. Okay. So I'll be around during the day. Well, I'll be working. All right. Well, whatever. Fucking text me. I don't know what to tell you. You finish work at some point, right? Sometime between five and six o'clock. I'll shoot you. I'll sext you. Ooh, please do. I'll send you some pictures of some hair. Ooh. Ooh. So you're Fine. doing over the clothes stuff with your wife, Maybe. but you're sending Aunt. Sex. I get down there. Nudies. Got it. Um, you know, if you guys are in the chat, you don't know who I am. I do a podcast Monday nights, the Shining Wizards Wrestling Podcast. Uh, it's a complete, absolute debauchery. You spent 20 minutes talking about using cum. Uh, as a skin cream last week, and then we transitioned right into Jay Briscoe talk. It's very like I was amazed listening back how well we went from like complete like goofery into a serious conversation. So you should definitely listen back to the Monday night show. I would also suggest one. you to not put cum on your face. Like don't use it as a skin thing. I just don't think it's a moisturizer. I don't know. I'm not trying to put it on mine. To be like worried. That's not true, Shlong. About. I don't think anyone was like contemplating doing that, but well, you never know. You know, people that listen to 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 the Shining Wizards are weird, and you know, I'm sure That's the true. Mark Order fan base is not far off. You know, there, I'm <laughs> sure there's some really nice people out there. Uh, I know a couple of them, but some of them might be, you know, a little weird. That's so, uh, but check it out well, every Monday night. Every Monday night, Shining Wizards podcast, shiningwizards.com at Wizards Podcast on social media. Uh, the Mark Order podcast, part of the Shining Wizards Network. Hope to mm-hmm. a bunch of great shows. Uh, Matt, what about your other your other gig about New Japan? Me and my buddy Kieran are crushing Bread Club. Yeah, you we're going to record this Monday. This Is Monday. that about uh, sandwiches and subs? It's not about sandwiches and subs. It's about what pro wrestling in New Japan. Oh, okay. And where can that be found? That can be found at Fightful Overbooked. Just go to Fightful Overbooked on the YouTube. Subscribe. And uh, look for uh, any New Japan conversation that involves the Bread Club. There's a nice little, uh, little, little picture of me and Kieran, and we look like little Chinese cartoons. <laughs> Chinese or Japanese? Well, that's all the same. Okay. Okay. I'm, God, anime. I'm anime. I look anime. How do you like me now? That's Japanese, then. <laughs> it's all the same, man. Okay. This is where we need Ree to walk up to just say, what? I just heard her coming. She's... <laughs> I just heard the bedroom door open. Ooh, you better go above like, the covers, uh... lights on. Hey, where? Ray. Oh, boy. 
They want to know if if I could touch you above the covers. (laughs) Can we do hand stuff tonight? (laughs) She asked what was wrong with me. I don't know if you could hear her. Yes, we could. Oh, we heard. They wanted me to take my shirt off, but I said no. (laughs) See? Can you please relay to her that we want you to take your shirt off because you are a fucking... You are a, a, like you are chiseled out of fucking marble. They said I'm a physical specimen. I'm still not taking my shirt off. I just can't specimen wait like could be bad, but I mean good. She's the best. She's the best. She is. All right, Matt. All good right, guys. See you. I'll talk to you I soon. Hope... Who, me? <laughs> yes, you. Couldn't be. Then who? It's raining bad outside. All right. it, it is pretty nasty out. Alright. Well, you guys enjoy Rain the rest of your man. evening. I hope I didn't derail the show too much. No, you didn't. Man. We're going to get ready. Are we, uh, are Kate and Ryan going to... Are you going to miss a Wednesday night when you're on your cruise? No, Matthew. Guess guess what? They are, but we're not. Uh, the Mark Order Podcast will be on next week with our special guest, Kyle K. Sparks. Oh. Dun, dun, da, 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 da. Okay, yeah. The first. I'll be here. Oh, so are you going to be here all night? I'll be at, so, at some point, I'll. Oh, I'll man, I, I want to hear Matt and week. Kyle K do an ROH trivia off. Trivia off. Ooh. Because Kyle K knows all this ROH trivia, and so do you. So I just want to hear you two go at it. I don't have enough time to put into finding ROH trivia, I but I would 100% be about that. Oh, hi, Nelly. You could yeah, source. Hello. We could source in the Discord. Hi. Nelly! Hey, Neely. All right. All right. I'll get you guys in the flip-flop. Text me, and we'll figure out this New Japan thing, man. I'll talk to you for sure. All right. Kate, Ryan, have a great trip if I don't talk to you. Or, Kate, I'll see you Sunday, I guess. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. See me too, Matt. I'll let you know. All right. No chance you see me, Matt. Uh, Well, maybe in Philadelphia, Ryan, for the New Japan. Like the last time. That's what I'm hoping I won't eat, like, I won't work and eat two hot dogs and drink way too many Jack and Cokes. And call Will Ospreay a gatekeeper, right? And, and have, have you and yes. the, the guy in the at the end of our aisle just fall madly in love. He was in love with me. I wasn't in love with him. His hat looked like it said penis, but it did not. Hat looked like it was rubbed in penis all day. It was disgusting. That's true. <laughs> all right. Have fun with I your over the pants hand job. Shower. Ooh, shower? Oh, That's definitely off limits. All right. Does he know he's still on? Yeah. I know. Do you need me to boot you? Oh, no, I'm out. Uh, Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Ratings. Matt equals ratings. Next t-shirt. com backslash Mark Order Podcast. Thanks, Matt. We're going to plug it. Hey, guys. Love you. Love you. Uh, all right. Well, I'm, <laughs> I mean, it doesn't even matter. The main event of Rampage was Action Andretti defeating Daniel Garcia, which led to getting Le Sex Gods tonight versus uh, Action Andretti and Ricky Starks. So we're going to talk about that uh, when we get back. We're going to take a little break here. Kate, you're going to bail. So why don't you plug all your stuff before you bail? Yeah, I do a bunch of other ones of these on Tuesdays and Friday at Fightful. And uh, I will plug... Saturday on Fightful Select, we'll be doing the Royal Rumble. I'm so glad it's on a Sunday so I can go to Mats and watch football. Uh, we'll be doing the Royal Rumble post-show uh, behind the paywall where we get to be a little more loosey-goosey than on the main channel. And Saturday on Select, I will be doing the Royal Rumble pre-show. 
Oh shit! All right, yeah. Ryan's I was gonna say on. at the end, but I am. <laughs> Boy, there you go. Everybody, if you want to do all wanna... the fucking fun stuff, and I you... just get to drive the fucking bus on this show, <laughs> and I'm going off a fucking cliff. You don't watch WWE, but if you wanted to do the watch along, we could do like a 12 hour sprint. <laughs> I would probably get fucking murdered for doing a fucking watch along for for a pay-per-view on a Saturday. So I'm going to decline, but uh, you know, whatever. Have fun, Kate. Uh, that should be fun. Love you guys. And uh, love you. So we're going to step aside for a minute. We're going to play some old commercials from the Shining Wizards Network. Soon we're going to have new commercials. So these breaks are going to be even shorter. But um, stay tuned. We're going to come back. Ryan and I are going to talk about Dynamite. And um, hey, Kate, have when a good you guys vacation. end the stream, just let me know that um, the PC police didn't get you. Okay. Just let me know you're safe. We'll let you know that we got home safe. I'm on I the promise. Run. Okay, don't make thanks. me don't make me get the, the concerned citizen. Okay. No, please don't. <laughs> oh God. All right, stay tuned. We'll be right back. Everyone knows a lot of things can change in the span of 10 years. But when it comes to professional wrestling podcasting, one thing is still guaranteed. The Shining Wizards is the only place to get all the latest wrestling news, interviews with the greatest guests, and of course, tons of laughs in discussing the world of wrestling. The show is still available on Monday nights at 7 p.m. East on RantDMRadio.com and Rant Entertainment Media on the TuneIn app. And it's still available on all podcasting platforms. To check us out, head over to ShiningWizards.com where it's still wrestling talk and talk about wrestling. Because of the obvious threat to untold numbers of citizens, and because of the crisis which is even now developing, this radio station will remain on the air day and night. This station and hundreds of other radio and TV stations throughout this part of the country are pooling their resources through an emergency network hookup to keep you informed of all developments. Horns up, everyone. When on the Shining Wizards Network, be sure every Friday to check out Radioactive Metal. Radioactive Metal is one of the longest-running podcasts on the interweb, and every week we bring you a fistful of metal, including interviews with all your favorite artists, discuss all the metal news, and feature the best tunes on the air today. So grab a Lemmy, join your cool Uncle Snowy, and co-host Aaron in the pit. Your recognized symbol of excellence in sports entertainment broadcasting from the current to the way back. Join the impact player Phil Rea and the Portuguese Man of War Choppy for the Turnbuckle Throwbacks Wrestling Podcast. Live every week on RantEMRadio.com. Get all our episodes over at iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn, Audio Boom, Google Play, ShiningWizardsNetwork.com, and TurnbuckleThrowbacks.com. Are you tired of being told what to think and believe by Hollywood elites and politicians who just don't care about you? Tired of not getting the truth when you watch the news? Tired of trying to figure out what pronoun to use? Tired of mob mentality when all you want to do is think for yourself and make up your own mind? That's where we come in. This is Justin. And Vince. Your host of Inconclusive Breakdown. We are a weekly anti-PC podcast bringing you entertainment and current event news without any spin. If you want to truly stay informed on what's going on in the world, then give us a listen every Sunday, anywhere you get podcasts, at least till Zuckerberg and Twitter Jack deplatform us. 
And as always, we're proud members of the Shining Wizards Network. Tired of the PC police telling you what you can and cannot say? Want a show that travels back to the 80s and 90s where the badass hosts have beaten down cancel culture on three separate occasions and carried on to gloat about it? Since 2013, The Midnight Journey is that show. Travel back to the malls and arcades, pop in your VHS, and join us where the 80s and 90s return from the dead. Conan, tell them where to find us. WLWstudios.com, home of the Midnight Jury podcast, hosted by Midnight Mike and Calvin Brody. Also available on all major podcast platforms via the Shining Wizards Network, and join in the conversation on Twitter at Midnight Jury. What's up, wrestling fans? You want something awesome? Check out Wrestling Night in Canada here on the Shining Wizards Network, where three Canadian metalheads uniting for the love of pro wrestling. Every episode, we go over all the latest news and special events with the odd, unique interview as well. So grab a cold one and check out Wrestling Night in Canada, eh? All right, back here on the Mark Order Podcast. Oh, boy, Schlong. Now that the riffraff's gone, we can get back to the professionalism that we exude on this show, that everybody looks forward to. Because I am a professional. I've done nothing ridiculous at all. Neither of us have ever done anything ridiculous or talked about cum facials or things like that. So At least we don't not on do this that. podcast. No, this is the A show of the network. We all know that. But if you want to talk about it, please see <laughs> please shoot schlong a dm uh no you can find us uh you can dm and interact with schlong on our twitter feed and you can find us on all our social platforms instagram tiktok uh etc at mark order pod and if you head over to our social channels in the bios we have our link tree up and there's a couple ways that you could support us if you'd like if you would like to uh, support us uh, and spend some of your hard-earned dollars, you can get a lovely Mark Order Podcast t-shirt, part of the Pro Wrestling Tees store. You can head over to prowrestlingtees.com slash markorderpod, or we have a link directly in our link tree, and you could pick up one of our brand new shirts. We've got a couple that are just a front print. We've got a couple that are front and back. Designs are pretty nice, so check it out. And if you'd like to spend your hard-earned dollars, we greatly appreciate it. If you do not want to spend any of your dollars on us, that's totally fine. But we definitely want to know that you're supporting us, so you can request free stickers from the Mark Order podcast. All you got to do is go to that link tree and click the button to request free stickers. Give us your name, your mailing address, your country you live in, also your email address in case we have any questions about your address. And I will send out some Mark Order podcast stickers to you free of charge anywhere in the world, Schlong. I've sent stickers to, I think, Spain, Ireland, Canada, for sure, uh, all over the United States. And we appreciate everybody who does that. It's our pleasure to send you some stickers. Uh, so please let us know if you'd like some stickers. So, Schlong, why don't we jump into Dynamite? We can get through uh, everything uh, without the riffraff. 
And By the way, before we jump into Dynamite, sure, I just want to point sure, out, sure. it looks like ROH, not ROH, uh, AWRH, whatever, has made the, the J um, Briscoe tribute private now at one, so they might not actually be putting it out at one. That could have been a mistake, or it could be still going, and they just didn't, they have to fix something, but either way, just something to note. Got it. Okay. So keep an eye on it. That, either way, it means that it's coming sometime soon, so uh, keep your eyes peeled. Now, Schlong, going into this uh, event tonight, we did find out yesterday about the Mark Briscoe Jay Lethal match. We talked about it before the break. We'll just touch on it again at the end to make sure we cover it and people who are listening to the last half hear it. But um, we did find out yesterday that match was happening and we were questioning sort of where it might show up on the card. We thought maybe they'd lead with it. I said, eh, maybe they'll main event with it. Um, they didn't lead off the night with it. Instead, they let off with Action Andretti and Absolute Ricky Starks versus Les Sex Gods. That's Jericho and Sammy Guevara because um, Daniel Garcia lost on Friday Night Rampage. Cutting to the end of this match, Slong, uh, Les Sex Gods wind up winning by pinfall with the D- GTH from Sammy Guevara on Action Andretti. Some uh, shenanigans uh, leading to the finish here. Uh, Sammy was fighting alone uh, and Daniel Garcia uh, with uh, Action Andretti. And then Daniel Garcia gets a cheap shot in with Floyd. So that led to them getting the win. Um, So a little bit of a schmoz finish we don't see very often in uh, AEW. Um, But I think it keeps the uh, feud going here. And to be honest, if we're going to continue to see Ricky Starks on TV and even Action Andretti, I'm I'm okay with it. Uh, and this match was a lot of fun. We saw a lot of good stuff out of everybody in this match. I mean, the thing about Jericho feuds, as much as people don't like that they go, they do go on too long, but whoever they're feuding with, whoever he's feuding with gets a ton of TV time. So for someone like Starks, who we want to get a ton of TV time, it's working out in our favor. Uh, I will also say... The um, I, as much as the people don't like Sammy for their lame reasons, he's a very good wrestler. So you had four very good wrestlers in that ring. Action Andretti is doing some really good stuff. Ricky Starks is great, and Jericho's Jericho. I kind of i i i didn't think i didn't know what match they'd lead off with, but I was kind of hoping the Briscoe would be the the main event because I don't think you can come back from that. I think it's so, like such a an emotional drain for people that to start it's like where do you go with the rest of the card right. so this made sense it was kind of lighthearted, a little more fun daniel garcia in leather pants uh you had a baseball you know you had floyd involved it, it was perfect it was it was a good way to start and kind of set the tone of like we know we're going to be serious at the end but like we got a whole show to do here yeah no i think that had they let off with it i i would understand why they maybe want to get the heavy stuff out of the way <clears throat> and then move on. But I agree with you. I thought it would be hard to move on from that. So um, I think they laid this card out the way they needed to. Um, but this was a fun match to start the show, you know, and and sort of get your mind off what we've been dealing with for a week, right? Now, they did do a Jay Briscoe video package. We spoke about that briefly before the break. Um, just showing, uh, you know, footage from, uh, you know, their early wrestling days, him with his family, uh, you know, the video that's become sort of viral of him dancing or doing the cheer routine with his daughter. It was just really, really well done. Uh, and what you'd sort of expect from AEW with the video packages they put together. So, um, 
I'm sure that it's available now on their social channels and stuff like that. I haven't gone and looked, but uh, it was a it was a perfect time to do it in the show because they knew, you know, they knew everybody was sort of tuning in because of the the match with Mark and and Jay. And, and you know, I think it was a, a perfect time for that. And then we, you know, moved on to our next match. Uh, Buddy Matthews made his entrance with Julia Hart. We went to break and then we come back with the AEW TNT championship match with Darby Allen. Um, again, just these two guys in the ring, it's like, would you expect anything less than par out of them? I mean, this match was fantastic. Um, I don't think we've gotten to see enough Buddy Matthews, so it was nice to see him, you know, in a solos match. He's really great in the tag and trios work that they do, but he's really good working on his own as well. Um, Darby Allen does uh, is able to win by pinfall with the coffin drop to retain the AEW champion uh, TNT championship. Um, you know, we did uh, we did get an appearance uh, from Malachi black Ortiz did make a save with the baseball bat there. Um, so that didn't really factor into it, but they're continuing sort of that whole story with the house of black and Ortiz. So that was nice to get that nod there. And then after the match, um, Shivani interviewed Darby Allen to talk up, uh, his recent victories. But Samoa Joe interrupts on the big screen before any answers can come. And Joe says that in times of old, theft was punished by cutting off a hand in the kingdom of the true king of television. He'll be punished by having everything stolen from him. And he's coming back for what is his and he will not be usurped. And Darby will learn that winning that TV title is or that AT and that TNT, excuse me, title is the greatest mistake of his career. So speaks the king. Um, And uh, we do find out later in the show that they will have a match next week. It is a no holds barred match. That will be their third match. So that should be pretty fantastic. Um, But Schlong, just stick into this match and the post match. What'd you think about what we saw out of, uh, you know, Buddy and Darby and Malachi and Ortiz? A lot going on in this one match. Match was fantastic. I mean, I don't think I expected any less. Buddy Matthews is, a, is an amazing wrestler, and Darby is a great, has been on a roll again when they let him be more, more fun. So, this was just a really good match. Definitely, this is, I've said it, the T, they've kind of rebuilt the TNT title a bit by letting Darby just constantly defend it. It's what the TNT title was built as to start. So, let's keep it going. Uh, Sting and Ortiz chasing off. You know, Brody and Malachi was fine because you have to neutralize them some way. Otherwise, it just doesn't make sense. They would interfere. I have a weird suspicion. Like, I know Malachi is in a story with Eddie and Ortiz. He's also, I have a feeling, supposed to be in a story with the Bucks, the Elite soon. But I, you don't know how the Jay Briscoe stuff affected that. Like, when do they want the Bucks to wrestle? When don't they? So I'm trying to, you know, you don't, you just don't know that kind of stuff. Uh, I can't wait for Samoa over Starby, you know. No DQ. It's going to be a bloodbath, and I hope more figuratively than literally, to be quite honest. But right. it's just going to be very violent. And I'm also kind of hoping. I kind of want Darby to win because that's when I want Miro to show up. Like I keep cheering for it, but that's what yeah. I want. It would seem perfect that he beats Samoa Joe, and and of course we haven't seen Wardlow in a while, so Joe could win and Wardlow could come out. Like you have your either or type situation, whichever one. You know. Yeah. 
Either they, way, but I'm excited. They definitely have a lot of irons in the fire with Malachi. And, you know, as you spoke about Wardlow, like Wardlow had this whole thing going on with, uh, you know, Samoa mm-hmm. Joe and also Powerhouse Hobbs. So, like, there's a lot of ways that this whole story can sort of like there's there's so many ways they can go with this that I think we just honestly have to sit back and wait and see. But I really I'm with you. I love seeing Darby defending this title. Uh, I think that they've been putting him in good matches. He's not fighting from underneath all the time, you know, so uh, I think they've been doing a really good job with this. So we'll see what happens next week. That match should be fantastic. So, you know, we'll see what happens uh, and we'll talk about it here next week with Kyle K. Sparks. Um, Moving on from the match, we did get a video package for Adam Cole's comeback. And I just want to kind of call out one thing here, Schlong, is when Adam Cole came back, we really weren't sure if he was coming all the way back, like cleared to wrestle immediately, stuff like that. He said something in the video package that made it seem like he is not, um, he is not, um, you know, 100% cleared all the way for physical action, but maybe he's close because he said something like, I don't know when I'm going to get back, you know, in the ring or something like that. They showed him sort of like working in the ring and, and, you know, like running the ropes and stuff like that. But at the end he did say, you know, he was talking about the roster and stuff like that. At the end he did say, you know, I don't know when I'll be back, but I, I can promise you it won't be long. And he did stare up at the revolution banner. So maybe they're lining up something for him at revolution, which would be fantastic. That's, that's a great stage for him to return to. This feels to me like instead of doing a bunch of vignettes of like, Adam Cole, you know how like, and I am trying to, you know how WWE, when they would introduce someone, they might do like a bunch of like new vignettes for the person or they're bringing someone back. Mm -hmm. This feels like that. Like instead of like doing those style, they're doing the, I don't know when I'm going to be back, but really he's back. Like they wouldn't have announced it if he wasn't like, I think they're just trying to hot, like build up excitement for his, his, like his return match. That's what this feels like to me. Cause I think he's back. I don't think you come out and have him announce it and have right. him not because you don't want you can't have that setback so this very much feels to me like instead of doing like the other style of vignettes they're doing the let's let's keep building up excitement when will he be back when will he be back when will he be back yeah i mean i i think he's cleared maybe they're just being a little cautious but i i don't think they want to sort of like uh blow it all before you know, maybe they do have something sort of in the works for the pay-per-view. Maybe they just don't want to burn him out until they get to the pay-per-view. Right. So, uh, you know, it was just good to see Adam Cole back on the TV, um, you know, video package or not, um, just to know he's there sort of waiting in the wings. And, um, you know, we'll see what's next for him. Shlong, they did go to break and we came back with the firm making their entrance. That's all ego. Ethan page, uh, on the mic talking about how he and Matt Hardy are getting along great, but, uh, you know, he's the star of the show and they started playing the Hardy music. They agreed to play Ethan pages music. Everybody actually, except Isaiah Cassidy. Um, so Stoke asked him why he's wearing one of Ethan pages shirts. And then he makes him put, uh, Isaiah put, the chains that he's wearing on Stoke, just fantastic. And then we get uh, the match, which is Jungle Hook, Hook and Jungle Boy versus The Firm, uh, Ethan Page and Matt Hardy. 
And uh, cutting to the end of this match, Long Jungle Hook wins by submissions. This it's the snare trap from Jack Perry on uh, Ethan Page, and Hook uh, made the save because Ethan Page was getting close to tagging out uh, to Matt Hardy, but Hook pulled Matt off the apron, so Ethan Page had uh, no other recourse except to tap out. Um, so. Again, sort of a, a fun match. We didn't think we were going to see more of Jungle Hook. They sort of said this is a one-night-only deal, and now we saw him again. Uh, listen, uh, it's one of those things, too, where it's like, I, I get it. You maybe have to figure out more ways to get Hook on TV. He was so over, and I think he still is over with the crowd. So you got to find ways to get him on TV. And he's actually been doing pretty good in these tag matches because he hasn't had a lot of tag, um, you know, uh, tag experience on television. So... I didn't have a problem with this match. A lot of fun. We got to see Ethan Page, you know, in the ring. Uh, and I like seeing Ethan Page in the ring. So I thought this was pretty good. And I think they worked this out the way it needed to work out. You know, Hook made the save. He couldn't do anything but tap out. So I didn't have a problem with this. If you're not watching Darker Elevation, you're missing the storyline, the majority of the storyline between Ethan Page and Matt Hardy. I mean, I know they're telling some of it on TV, but the majority of it's happening on Darker Elevation. Mm-hmm. Apparently mostly written by Page and Hardy. and you know, private part, whoever it's been fantastic on elevation and dark. So I'm glad to see them starting to carry it on TV. It's one of my favorite storylines in all of wrestling. And this is just another, you know, chapter in it where if for anyone who doesn't know, and I'll give a quick synopsis page bought out private parties, contract Hardy tried to get up, get it from him. If I would have matched their it's free, but he lost. So now he's owned by the firm and Ethan page. And Ethan Page has been a dick to him for this whole time. And now Matt Hardy seems to be getting along with Ethan Page, although that's questionable. You know, he could be just an act, which is what they're hinting towards. But all this leading to is Matt Hardy going to start costing Ethan Page wins so that Ethan Page gets rid of Matt Hardy, freeing up the whole deal. So, like, that's kind of the story. It's been fantastic. Jungle Hook is a fun, quick team. I don't want to see them long term together, but. As a fun, quick thing, absolutely. They are going to eventually have to start using Hook in like more prolonged stuff, though. Like he needs yeah. some some story and some matches. Yeah, I I agree with you there. I think um, I think there's a lot of stuff going on right now, and uh, they're trying to get to revolution. But I agree with you. We need to see Hook get more involved. I mean, again, somebody who came in so hot, um, you can't let him cool off. So. We're seeing him back in the ring with uh, Jungle Boy, and that's perfect. I'm with you. This doesn't need to be long-term. So, um, yeah, we'll see where it goes. A fun match. And then, Schlong, we get to see some family therapy with uh, Daddy Ass, the Acclaimed, and the Ass Boys. And Billy Gunn asks why, or I'm sorry, when the Guns became entitled spoiled brats. And the Guns make you know, the point that uh, he ditched them as kids and they always came second. He was on the road 320 days a year and um, they were not a priority to him. And Bowens responds by saying that the two of them are the biggest pieces of shit he's ever met. And they had all the time in the world to fix their relationship with uh, old Kip Sop. And they had all the time uh, and they instead ran uh, wild with jealousy the second daddy ass gave them some attention. Max Caster chimes in that they can't be the acclaimed and they'd be, they'd have been fine as, as a unit um, with Billy, but they wouldn't have the top selling t-shirt. So the guns talk about, you know, 
their problems in their relationship and they bicker and Billy says they took the easy way out and they say their faults are the failure of him as a father. And so Billy says, what what do you want? What will make them happy? And they say that they want the title belts and they leave. I'll say this schlong. The therapist didn't ask a lot of questions. Seems like they didn't really get their money's worth out of family therapy, if you ask me. Yeah, it kind of seemed like a waste. Wasn't as funny of a, of a segment as I was kind of hoping for, to be quite honest. It was a little more serious in nature of like the S boys laid out some legitimate complaints and the acclaimed responded with some legitimate like the moment you could turn your back on him, you did. Um, but I was kind of hoping for a little more comedic. Like I will say like this is where I was hoping for a bit more of a WWE thing. Where, like mm-hmm. They've done those segments pretty well where they bring the funny, but the storyline, I know I'm glad Kate's not here to tell me how much she hates the ass boys, but I'm enjoying the storyline. I don't think the their ass boys should beat the acclaimed, but I think this is a holdover until whatever team they want is the one to come up and take the belts from the acclaimed. Yeah. I mean, we talked about this a few times, you know, if this goes to revolution, I guess. Okay. But like, I have a feeling this is going to blow up before revolution. And then we're going to find somebody, you know, a proper feud tag team to go into uh, revolution with. And who knows, maybe it'll be, um, swerve and his crew. I mean, we haven't seen much about them. Right. So there's, there's, we just have to sort of see what they have next for the acclaimed as a serious contender for the titles. I'm with you. It's not the ass boys, but I don't mind seeing them on TV. I, I don't really hate them. I think they're okay. So we move on from this schlong and Renee Paquette is interviewing hangman Adam page backstage. And he says, sometimes she asks questions. He really doesn't want to answer because she wanted some answers to his cryptic messages last week. And the more he tries to look forward, uh, the more he sees back to Ohio where this thing with Moxley really began. So next week they're in Dayton and he wants to knock Mox out in Ohio. And that's when Wheeler Uta rolls in to say that John will be ready next week and he accepts the challenge. And he but but he wants to fight Hangman at Rampage on Friday. So Adam asks why he thinks that happened, you know, why he thinks that happened to John uh, won't happen to him too. You know what I mean? Like, why wouldn't that happen to you, Yuta? So I'll see you on Friday night. So we're going to see Hangman and Yuta on Friday. And then next Wednesday, Moxley makes his return after a very short vacation, um, to fight Hangman. So that should be a lot of fun. Uh, anything you want to add about the segment, Schlong? Surprised to running back Mox and Hangman so quickly. Not complaining. I'm just surprised. Yeah. And, Thrilled for the Yuta um, Hagman match. That'll be a lot of fun. Should be good. Shlong, we get into our next match of the night, which is Brian Cage versus the American Dragon, Brian Danielson. And again, these are the matches that Danielson has to go through in order to get to his 60-minute Ironman match against uh, MJF at uh, Revolution. And so let's not forget, too, that Brian Cage was paid by MJF. Win or lose, just break his arm. So uh, Cage is super aggressive in this match. Uh, Danielson's able to battle back, but Cage does have the size. And at the end, um, a powerbomb, you know, goes into the mat, but Brian is able to reverse it and wins by pinfall with uh, basically like a roll-up pin. Uh, So um, Danielson comes out with the win. 
But post-match, Cage lays Danielson out with the Weapon X. And then MJF runs down with uh, runs down and grabs a chair. And Cage throws Brian out of the ring. They set up the chair. And um, Brian Danielson's arm is thread through it. And Cage throws him uh, chair and arm first into the post. They throw him back in the ring. And MJF uh, is able to sort of punch away at Danielson and uh, step on his injured arm. Cage puts his arm through the chair again, holds the dragon's feet so MJF can come around. Um, but uh, Takeshita is able to make the save, and MJF runs off. And so Takeshita is able to fight uh, Brian Cage off in the ring uh, with a, a jumping knee. And that's when the doctor comes in to check on Danielson's arm. Uh, and uh, we go to break. Uh, so we're going to pause there, Shlong, because more happens after the break. But what do you think about the match? This could have been sort of a weird clash of styles, right? Because Cage is so big, even though he's super athletic, it doesn't seem like, you know, the same realm of possibility that, that Danielson would be able to come out with the win. So he had to sort of fight this whole thing underneath, but I like the way he did get the win. So this was a really good match. Um, I think Cage has been doing his best work for a long, in at least his best work in AEW since he's come back and, you know, been part of the ROH thing, but mixed in with AEW. Uh, really good story to be told. Danielson is, listen, I'm not going to complain that their their method to get to to MJF was just have Danielson wrestle a bunch of really awesome people, and and that's going to make me happy every single time. Uh, I didn't, you know, it's funny when Takeshita comes out and saves Dan. We've talked about Takeshita's sneaky size because he's a big boy, bigger than you think. And like, go when he stands up against Cage, like, that's where you see it. Like, Cage, obviously far more muscular, but height wise, right? He stands right with him. Uh, so it's, 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 it's actually kind of impressive. So, no, I liked this whole thing. MJF coming out to, to finish it. Just, get, I liked commentary being like, he's afraid, but he doesn't want to be in the ring with. Danielson like I like that they're highlighting that he's afraid so that's why he's destroying him so no I thought everything here was fantastic well when we get back from commercial slong we do get a check-in backstage with Renee and the doctor says that in his medical opinion uh, Danielson really can't wrestle he's got like a separated shoulder or something like that so Danielson screams at him saying can he wrestle and when he says um no, you know, he's wrestled 60 minutes with a separated shoulder. Nothing's going to stop him. MJF is afraid of being exposed and losing his title, but he's not going to expose him. He's going to show what's really behind that mask is a fraud, like you said. And Danielson is the person who should be the AEW world champion. He'll never let a doctor stop him from wrestling ever again. And that's when he storms off. So Shlong, you mentioned some of that stuff, but clearly there are, sort of going to work the shoulder angle, right? Like Danielson is fighting through this to get, you know, to MJF. Um, and uh, he'll do whatever it takes. So just a really good promo out of uh, Danielson. You know, you could you could feel like, uh, you know, sort of the passion coming across. So I, I like the promo that we got. So. Yeah, I. <laughs> I'm trying to think of what I want to say here because MJF's trying to use like his hypocritical. I think they're trying to lean into the MJF's a hypocrite. 
that like he uses his like the very real and true discrimination he saw in life as a as a as a Jewish man. But then he goes and says things that are bad to to like they're trying to catch that like they're trying to show that like he's just using this. They're starting to pull it off better now than they were before, but it, it's a we like sometimes I think they're trying to be a little too clever for wrestling. Like you're you're like wrestling has never been good about the subtle. It's right. it's it, it's much more like throw it out there. But that being said. I kind of like that they're they're using the cast in this role of like MJF's kind of like obviously his feud is Danielson, but the cast. I, I mean, uh, and then the M. Sorry, and then Danielson in his shoulder. I laughed. I'm gonna be honest. I laughed. I don't think you needed the doctor there. I, oh no! I, I just it was such a weird segment to me of like the doctor couldn't act. God bless him. He just was not good at it. And it was just like, this is so supremely awkward. It would have worked better had he not been there and had Renee just been like, I'm hearing they don't think you should keep going. And then he loses his mind. I think the doctor just, and it took, and sorry, I went to, I, to the MJF thing first. It just, that was running. It's all right. I didn't want to lose my thought. I was going to lose it. I know it was gone. Um, but the doctor thing made me laugh tremendously because I'm like, he's, he's not, he's not, He's not good at that, nor should he be. It's not his job. Right. Um, they would have just been better off with Renee being like, hey, I hear you're not cleared to wrestle. Uh, or not, can't say not cleared because then he couldn't wrestle. I hear they, they're advising you not to wrestle. And then he could have done the whole, like, hey, it doesn't, like the same speech. You just would have had a cleaner beginning. Once right. they got past that awkward as shit beginning, I thought it was very funny. I mean, very good, but it just made me laugh at first. Yeah, I mean, I want to be clear. I didn't. I like the Danielson part of this segment, <laughs> like the rest yeah. of it. Um, uh, you know, yeah. I don't know why they wouldn't have even just had the doctor say like, well, he's got a separated shoulder. It's partially torn muscle, whatever. Like the whole thing that he ran through when Renee first said to him, like, you know, what's going on? What do you, what is happening? You know, what's the injury? Like he gave this big, long answer. It's like, dude, just, just make it easy on yourself. Say he separated his shoulder. And he shouldn't be wrestling like yeah. I'm with you. It's the Danielson part of this segment that I really enjoyed. That was that was a good part. The doctor is not a good actor. No. Yeah. And we do hear from MJF, but not before uh, not before we get the the ladies match, the women's match. Oh, they went um, back to back. What do you mean? No, the MJF, they they, oh, I apologize. And that's why I knew you hadn't okay. said it, but I thought. I thought they were back to back and I'm like, you know what? I'm going to, like I said, I was going to lose that, that thought of like uh, him being a hypocrite. Totally. I, knew that fine, I had Sean. that in my head for about 30 seconds before it went away, but I thought they were back to back. Okay. Man, no, they did do the, the women's match before that. Um, and they did get the inset promo where Ruby's telling Tony that the new attitude uh, ends with her. Uh, and uh, we do get Ruby Soho versus Tony Storm. So clearly we're seeing a heel Tony Storm. Tony Storm and her promo was talking about these, uh, you know, homegrown uh, girls don't know what they're doing and all this sort of stuff. So clearly there's sort of these battle lines being drawn. And they did mention that on uh, commentary, too. They started to sort of, you know, help connect the dots there. 
But uh, Ruby is able to win cutting to the end. Ruby is able to win by pinfall with destination unknown. Um, so, um, you know, um, Tony wasn't able to, to get through it. But the whole thing here was this was supposed to be a three-way match. It was supposed to be Ruby versus Britt Baker versus Tony Storm. So there wasn't a whole lot, um, you know, said or, except that earlier in the day, Britt Baker wasn't cleared to wrestle due to an injury. They did mention that on commentary. We do get Britt Baker making an entrance for a distraction, which led to the destination unknown. So um, it's interesting sort of to see what they're doing with this, right, Shlong? Because clearly Britt Baker is a heel, but maybe she feels this kinship to being a homegrown, quote unquote, talent. So ultimately, maybe the heel, you know, heel and babyface thing doesn't matter when you're talking about a feud of people who would consider themselves homegrown talent versus people who are outsiders coming in who think they're better. Um, so I sort of like the way that they're lining this up. And I thought this was a really f- good match out of Ruby and Tony Storm. This, you're right. They like the, what you said about Britt being like, she's a heel, but maybe it doesn't matter. It's, and I'm, and I'm not thinking this is the same story, but it's just, it's similar like the NWO thing where like the heels in WCW didn't matter that they were heels. They didn't always get along with the faces, but it was NWO versus, so you can, it also, you could easily have Britt ride a face turn for a little while. And then when you're ready to have her turn on hater, she's right back to being a heel. Like that's a very easy thing because haters a face at this point. So it'd be pretty easy to line those two up. What made me laugh is the distracted finish is such a, and I, and I, and I mean this in a good way because I think it's what the, the, I'm assuming this is what they're going for. It's such a WWE thing, which is they play someone's music or someone walks out. The person gets distracted. They immediately lose. And the only reason I think it's so great is because the whole point is that all oh, these these homegrown girls haven't been anywhere, and Tony Storm loses to something that happens all the time at the place she just was. So like, it's like a natural like we we know what like I don't know it's just to me a, a level to the story of like you're losing to the things that you learned elsewhere. Like we're gonna beat you with. Now I know people are like, well, Ruby should be, you know. People were a little weirded out that Ruby was the one defending the homegrowns because she's not homegrown, clearly. Right. However, commentary pointed that out. And I think that's important. Yep. Because they're not ignoring it. They know that there's something out there which builds intrigue. Is Ruby going to stay that way forever? Is she going to turn? Or are Tony, Soraya, and whoever else they bring with them, are they just jerks? And. Right doesn't matter. They're, they think they're better than everyone. And even though Ruby is from the WWE, she doesn't want to be anything to do with them because she likes where she is. It's just a very interesting, you know, it's an interesting way of looking at it. I'm very, I like the storyline. I do. Um, they need a, they need a third. And I'm not saying it has to be. I'm not. I'm not doing the Mercedes thing or anything like that. I'm just saying they need a. Th- I don't care. It could be Ruby. It could be. It could be someone who is technically homegrown, who they're, you know, training up. Like you've seen that that storyline sometimes work. It's like God, you wouldn't. You shouldn't be part of us, but you're now our men- mentee. But with two of them, they're just outnumbered. 
And if you're going to be playing the heel in the division where other groups have multiple members, you have to be the one outnumbering them. Right. So they need a third. I mean, they're elite level, but they need a third. I don't know who it will be. Uh, I'm trying to think. There's a lot of people out there, but not out there to be signing me out there in AEW. I just don't know who they're going to grab to do it. But it could, like I said, it could be, it could be someone like Serena. If she, I don't know what her deal is. She hasn't been around for a long time. I don't know where her mm-hmm. thing is. Mm-hmm. Um, it could be someone younger, and they're like, "We're going to train you up." It could, it could be a lot of things. I'm not, but they need a third only because just for numbers game. But I love the story. I'm very in on the story, and I liked the match. Though the match was very good. So, yeah, I'm excited for it. They're doing a, a this week seemed like the best job they've done yet, sort of explaining this whole thing because of the commentary. Um, and and that's that's something to say too, because commentary seems scattered all night. Um, but when they needed to come through, uh, at certain points, they certainly did. Um, I will always say this my biggest pet peeve in all of wrestling is when I feel like commentary and the wrestlers slash writers don't talk, right. Because, like, yes, a comment, the commentary should call what's happening in the match, but they're also responsible for providing the context and, like, developing the story. So every company has a problem with this. Every company gets it right. Sometimes every company gets it wrong a lot of times. Just talk and say who, who's um, – what is the story you're trying to tell? And it seems like someone tonight went to them and said, this is the story we're trying to tell. So commentary could come in and be like, okay, here's the story as it's being laid out. Right. Yeah, it just it all worked tonight. So I'm excited to see where the, what the next steps are and what uh, Britt Baker's role is in this whole thing. So we'll see what happens. But Shlong, this is where we get uh, to hear from MJF and he is in a dimly lit room and he apologizes for that. He says he's not the first Jew who's had to hide from a man with blue eyes in a locked room. And he has taste, and he knows Takeshita is very talented inside the ring, but he's a little smooth-brained up top, uh, and he can't match his tempo. So be very careful before you get involved in his business again. And he says for Danielson, the title is what gets him out of bed in the morning, and he knows all of his sins are worth it because the belt turns his catchphrase into a fact, and it's the only thing he's ever had uh, that makes him whole, and Brian wants to take that away? Well, why? He knows the real reason. It's because, just like MJF, he has a hole in his soul, and he's trying to fill. Uh, and uh, bad things happen to people uh, that happen with Max and his company. Just ask the tall British guy that looks like Ellen DeGeneres. Um... Physical pain is fleeting, and you don't want him to get the mental pain because that really leaves a scar. And he also lets us know that Tony Khan offered an open contract for a match against Nelson next week. So Max made a call to a man who gets off on dismantling people limb from limb. And it's been a fun night, but it's over. And he says, roll the clip. And we find out that Timothy Thatcher is uh, going to be the opponent for Danielson next week. He's wrestled in um, in Noah, uh, and uh, he's sort of, you know, looks like he's cut from the same cloth as a Danielson, right? Sort of like a technical wrestler, you know, hard-edged, uh, you know, hard-hitting. So that should be a fun match next week. Um, and, 
you know, we'll see what's uh, how Danielson's shoulder feels. Um, so, um, so yeah, I don't know if you want to add anything else, Schlong. I know you had mentioned MJF before, or, but if there was anything else you wanted to add, or it was so ready. it was it was the use of the the Drew running from blue eyed man line of being like, I'm going to use a very real thing that should garner me sympathy, but then immediately take shots at Takeshita in kind of a gross way. And it's like, they're trying to say that he's a hypocrite and I, they're, they're kind of now pulling it off, but it's just, I, I, I think that it's wrestling. Like I said, wrestling subtly subtlety doesn't always go hand in hand. I want to point out uh, what cabbage sensei and Jesse Ozaga talk about in the chat of, did anyone catch the bad ad two problems in the back? And Jesse saying that they assumed it was a jab at Punk. One hundred percent, that's what that was. But for the pop that he gets for it, he like right people. You you can love and hate MJF that he a lot of times goes for like the low hanging fruit, and a lot of people hate him for that. But I get he's trying to be hated, and anymore it's so hard to be hated if you're good at what you do. That he's going for the low hanging fruit so that people don't like it's it's a. I don't know if the strategy is going to work out in the long run. I mean, he's good. He'll work out in the long run, but I don't know if that strategy will work out in the long run, but I get why he's trying it. When he becomes more complicated and he gives more in-depth things, he immediately starts to get cheered. So he's trying to get you to hate. It's kind of what like Jericho and them do. It's, it's like, I know people think, oh, that's go away heat, but it's like, that seems to be the only kind of heat people get anymore. It's like, right. like you got to try something to get people pissed off at you. And low hanging fruit seems to be it. I get it if it's not your thing. I'm not sitting here to tell you that like you should you should love him for that for that low hanging fruit. I'm just saying I get why he's trying it. The minute he starts to become a complicated heel, he gets cheered. Because right. I want anyone to think of anyone in wrestling, any heel that's actually good at their job, that gets regularly booed. The only time a heel gets booed is when a face is so over and the heel is put above them. But that's so hard. you can't consistently do that. That's so difficult. Right. So he's trying it through the low hanging fruit. He's trying to show that he's a hypocrite, which again, I don't I see it. I understand it, but is it a little too subtle for some for wrestling? I don't say for some people. It's not too subtle for some people. When you're taught when wrestling is told one way for all these years, trying to change it with a with a subtlety it doesn't always work. But that's what he's doing. I mean, but I like I I'm I, I don't want to say this. Their champion never d- rare, doesn't wrestle as much as well. Actually, no champion in, in wrestling really wrestles that much. Like no world champion, it mm-hmm. fits MJF very well. Yeah, and he doesn't wrestle that much because that's his whole point. I got the belt now. I never want to wrestle again. Well, and he was super clear. Like right after he won, he's like, "You're gonna have to pay to see me wrestle." Right? That's his character. Right. You're going to pay to see me. And it's, you know, it's to keep people sort of like waiting to see him. And I get it. But I think they're going to set up something with him and Takeshita on TV, you know, that we'll get. Um, and that'll be fun. But, you know, I, I listen, they lined up the match next week. It's going to be good. They sort of close. They, they're throwing the seeds at Takeshita MJF too, right? Don't you know, think before you get involved in business that's not yours. This is going in a great direction. I'm all for everything they're doing. So um, it's all good to me here. They did hype up the cards uh, for Friday night uh, and next week for what we know so far. I mean, I don't I didn't 
write everything down. I do know that on Friday night we get a, a women's championship eliminator match. We're going to see Emi Sakura versus Jamie Hayter. So that should be a fun match. And then Shlong, we start to get into uh, our main event. So uh, Jay Lethal makes his entrance before we go to break. You could tell that he's, we talked about this a bit, but you could tell he's clearly broken up. And then we uh, come back for commercial and Mark Briscoe makes his entrance. Um, uh, You know, he has both tag belts with him. I didn't realize that at first. They introduced Caprice and Ian Riccoboni in on commentary for this match, which is exactly what they needed to do. Um, So they handled this match really well. You know, a lot of people might have thought, well, this is going to be sort of like a cupcake match, right? These guys were really going at it. Um, it was, uh, hard hitting and, uh, you know, just some really good, uh, nods to, uh, Jay. Um, we saw Froggy Bow, um, off the top. Um, and, uh, we see Mark Briscoe eventually win by pinfall with the Jay Driller. Uh, and then, um, after the match, the roster, uh, empties out onto the stage to celebrate you know, Mark in the life of Jay, uh, as Matt said, you know, they sort of said, uh, Mark, uh, can shoulder the load, you know, this won't be the last we're seeing of him. He'll carry on the name. So, um, so I thought this was all done really well, Schlong. And I know we talked about this earlier, but is there anything else you want to sort of add to this, either about the action that you saw into the ring or anything else? Not really. We covered it real well. Um, obviously really good match. It was a really good match, even aside from the emotional reasons for it. I mean, they just put on a good match. They're two really good wrestlers who know what they're doing. I will forever not know how he was able to do it, but he mm-hmm. was, and he, he clearly, you know, it, it was it was emotional for him. It was emotional for people and like for the other wrestlers there. I don't really have a lot. You know, we kind of covered it all earlier, and it's all good stuff. Um, you know, I, I don't know what what's next for Mark. Uh, I I know ROH should be starting up again sometime soon. So, like, I assume he's going to be a big role in that if he wants to be. Uh, I think it's up to him at this point. You know, I, I don't think they're going to, you know, not, I think it's up to him what he wants to do. But this was this was great. This was what they they um they needed for this. They needed, this is what people couldn't have done this last week. Obviously Mark wasn't coming last week, Uh, but they needed to, to, to put something on national TV to be like, Hey, this guy meant a lot to the industry. You know, this, this was a, this was a real person and this was a a father and a, and a good guy. And we talked about all the things, but from everything I've ever heard that if you knew him as a guy, the things you thought you believed about him just weren't true. So, It, it, it's it's you know it's very sad but it was a good match for all things considered and then you know if if AEW keeps mark that's great i personally i mean i'd not say i don't want him in AEW. i do but personally i think i'd make him a big part of roh just because i think there's a legacy there that uh but it, you know Whatever, whatever he needs to do is what, what's more important. Um, but as we talked about, I, I want them to retire the belts, the right. design, redesign it, and I want them to do a tag form. Those are the two things that I would do. I will also say this. People 
Tony, people can criticize Tony Khan for some weird things and he does some weird things, but he fought to get this on and he got, you know, something on. Like he could have easily just been like, sorry guys, it's out of my hands. Warner doesn't want him. Yeah. And that, that did come out. Uh, you know, I think a lot of people thought we might see more than we got last week, but it, it did come out that, you know, some of the Warner brothers discovery people, uh, said, no, we're not going to, you know, you're not going to do anything. But it, they did reverse course um, to get this match tonight. And Tony Khan was, uh, sp- he did speak generally about the policy change on the Battleground podcast. Um, he said, it's going to be a great match honoring a great man. Uh, these men requested this match. Wednesday will be the 39th birthday of the late great Jay Briscoe and his longtime friend and rival Jay Lethal. Um and his brother, Mark Briscoe, wanted to honor the legacy of Jay Briscoe. And I fought hard to make it happen. I'm really excited about the match. I think it's great that they're going to be able to honor the legacy, <clears throat> excuse me, the legacy of somebody that everybody in pro wrestling has so much respect for. This is going to be something really great for everybody in the locker room who's rallying around the Briscoe family. Uh, and then he also talked on Busted Open today. Uh, about the trilogy the Briscoes had with FTR um, and spoke about wanting to have given the teams more time on AEW television. He said, I wanted to be able to do more to build these matches up on television. I really did. Within the best of my abilities, I tried to build the matches up and at least give them the platform to be able to have these matches, even if we couldn't do all the promos and stories on television that we wanted to. Um he also gave information about the celebration of life special coming to the ring of honor, uh, uh, honor club, as well as YouTube. Um, and he said it will be a three hour show. In addition to the matches taped after dynamite and rampage last Wednesday, the special will feature some of Jay Briscoe's best matches and interviews with the people who knew, uh, him best and more information, uh, about when the special will air, uh, uh, when the special will be uploaded, will be provided following Dynamite tonight. So we had mentioned before it looked like it was going to be one one a.m. Looks like maybe now it's not going to be one a.m. Maybe they decided they're going to do it tomorrow at a time that fit everybody on the East and West Coast, you know, better. But um, yeah, apparently he fought to get this done and was able to get it done. So that's that's good. Yeah, I got nothing to add to that. Yeah. Um, So that is our Dynamite recap for tonight. Um, And Schlong, a few things as we wrap the show up. We spoke last week about the possibility of uh, Tony Khan getting a WWE championship belt. That is now dead. As the uh, Jaguars traveled to Kansas City this past weekend for a divisional round matchup against the Chiefs. Uh, and um, they were not able to pull off the comeback victory. Uh, so there is no championship belt being sent to Jacksonville. He will, I guess, have to purchase the company if he would like a belt. Or he could just buy a, uh, you know, replica. Uh, I, I like it that way better that he's such a billionaire that he purchases the entire company to get the belt rather than just buying a, like a realistic replica. Right, yeah. So, uh, Schlong, something else that happened on Sunday in Yokohama, um, the great Muda performed for the final time and he teamed with Sting and, uh, TNT champion Darby Allen to main event against, uh, Kira Hakushi and Naomichi 
Marufi, Marufuji. Um, so for those who don't know, Sting uh, and Muda's history goes back uh, to the WCW days. Um, and for the January 22nd final bye-bye show, uh, Noah brought in the man who has Muda's kayfabe, who was Kata's, uh, Muda's kayfabe father in WCW, the great Kabuki. Um, so they posed in the ring before the main event. Um, and, uh, you know, um, they had their match. Um, and, uh, afterwards sting, uh, and Darby helped Muda up the ramp. Uh, they left him, uh, alone for a final mist. And then, uh, backstage sting had hinted that this might be his final bye-bye to Japan, but Alan said he'll be back. The first he uh, had to wheel, but first he had to wheel Muda away. Um, so um, he is uh, basically being a young boy, I guess, uh, for them, uh, for them with this show. So Schlong, that's it for Muda. And uh, Sting's pretty much like, this is the last time I'm going to be in Japan. So, um, yeah, that happened over the weekend. I didn't see it, but, you know, I know that uh, that uh, it was supposedly a pretty decent match. Yeah, I didn't see it either, but that's awesome. I'm glad that they, he got to go out the way he wanted to go out. Uh, let's see. Uh, the other thing is um, uh, I saw that uh, Brian Cage's, the rumors are Brian Cage's contract with AEW set to expire within the next few weeks. That's according to Fightful Select. Um, and they also said that feelers were sent to gauge interest in the WWE, but it's unclear what if anything came of that so uh i thought cage was under contract a little bit longer because i know he had re-signed with them uh right around the time that they bought uh, ring of honor but i guess it's been longer than we we remember it's we're actually coming up i think on the time that they, he bought ring of honor so i think we're yeah so we'll it, see what happens it, with brian cage i mean he's been doing yeah. good work yeah, I mean, it is. He's been doing great. I think he would fit great in the Ring of Honor when they eventually start that, which I'm hoping we hear any day now. Um, but he, you know, if he wants to go somewhere else, even if it's WWE or not, you gotta do what you gotta do. What's right for you? Absolutely. If Cage can get paid, get paid. And Schlong, in a final piece of good news or happy news, um, in April of last year, Cassie Lee, FKA. Uh, Peyton Royce in the WWE announced that she was stepping away from in-ring action. And then later, a few months later, uh, she announced that she was pregnant. For those who don't know, that's Sean Spears' wife or girlfriend. I'm not 100% sure. Um, uh, And uh, it turns out that the big day arrived earlier uh, in the week. Uh, Looks like on uh, January 19th, uh, Sean Spears tweeted out or Instagrammed out a picture um, and, um, uh, it looks like they had a child, Austin J, uh, and, uh, no other details were known at the moment, but safe to assume that everyone is happy, healthy, and, uh, there's a new little wrestler out there in the world, maybe. So, uh, congrats to Sean Spears and Cassie Lee. But Schlong, that is it. That's it for us, Schlong. We're done. All right, we're done. We're going home. We've had our laughs. We've had our unprofessional stints. We reeled it back. We got through the show. And um, 
Yeah, we're sending it home. So Schlong, I know you mentioned it before, but why don't you plug anything you need to plug now as we sort of pull this into the station? Okay. So for the most part, Mondays and Tuesdays, you can find me tweeting dark and dark elevation at Mark Order Pod. This Saturday, I happen to be on the Fightful Select Royal Rumble Diction Show. So if you're a member, go there. I don't know what time it is yet, so I can't tell you, but look for me. Uh, you know, that's uh, being hosted by Rob Wilkins, who's a friend of the show, and he's an awesome guy. So come check us out. That's really where my life is. And then I won't be here next week because I will be, well, next week I won't be on the cruise yet. I'll just be in Miami. Oh, boy. Eat a, eat a Cuban sandwich. Honestly, yes. I'm not like, that's not like if I, yeah. Absolutely. Miami's a lot of fun. Are you in yeah. like Miami proper or South Beach? Like, where are you going to be? Oh, God, you're asking difficult questions now. Oh, boy. I'm at a hotel that's semi-close to where the port is. <laughs> okay, um, so probably you're probably not like in South Beach or anything like that, but no, you can I, do Uber was, places. I mean, we'll see how much we do because, you know, it's tough. You don't want to, you know, you're only there one night, so you're not trying to scramble too hard, but I do want a Cuban. Like, I'm going to... All I'll say is this long. You should at the very least at some point, I don't know when your flights are and stuff like that, but you should at some point like early in the evening, you know, head on over to like South Beach and check out like a, excuse me, a bunch of the restaurants and like uh, you should, you know, just check it out. Like it's, it's a fun time and there's really good food in fucking Miami. Really good said, food. You nailed the sandwich I want to try. So that's. Are you a seafood guy? Crap cakes is about it. I was going to say they have good soft shell crab. I, I could, you know what? I could do that. Soft shell crab. I could do too. Um, I'm limited after that. Like, I, you know what? I like anything like with a shell I can usually, eat, but after that, I'm kind of, well, I'm out. Soft shell crab is, uh, is something good shit that they got down in Miami. Have a blast. But before we check off, uh, I'll just remind you like Sean, like Schlong said, you can find us on all our socials at Mark Order Pod, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, uh, YouTube. Um, if you're following us on any social platform, you can hit our link tree. We've got links to all of our social platforms to make it easy for you to find. We've got links to uh, our merch store on Pro Wrestling Tees. So again, if you'd like to uh, support us by buying a t-shirt, you can head over to uh, our link tree and click the link or go to ProWrestlingTees.com slash Mark Order Pod or just search Mark Order Podcast on Pro Wrestling Tees and our store will pop up. We got a couple of designs there, a couple uh, front uh, prints and a couple front and back prints. So if you'd like to spend some dollars on us, we don't know why you'd want to, but we appreciate you if you do. And if you do order something from us, uh, we will uh, or I'll give you a call and say thank you. I absolutely owe people phone calls. This past weekend, I wasn't anticipating on having a visit from my parents. So uh, I'll give you a call. Um, I didn't forget about you. I know a few people who ordered some shirts. So expect a phone call. I'll be giving you a call. Um, The other thing is, uh, if you don't have any dollars to spend on us, totally fine. But let us know you want to support us by requesting free stickers. Go to the link tree. Give us click the button to request free stickers. Give us your name, your email, your mailing address and the country you live in so I can send you out some free Mark Order podcast stickers. We love you guys for requesting stickers. Um, 
thank you to everybody who watched along tonight in the chat. We love when you guys are here watching along live and here for the insanity. Uh, too many people to mention, uh, but uh, we saw you guys talking and, and having a good time tonight. Thank you for watching us live. For those of you listening in podcast platform, we love you guys too. We appreciate you uh, giving us a chance uh, and having some fun with us. Um, uh, if you guys are listening or watching us on YouTube, uh, if you wouldn't mind giving us a subscribe, a like review, anything like that, that all helps us out in all the algorithms for YouTube and the podcast platform. So that helps us out greatly. If you uh, take a few minutes of your time and do that, if you don't watch us on YouTube, we do suggest you, uh, you check us out on YouTube, especially tonight's episode when a concerned citizen came into the room that might not play in audio perfectly, but it definitely played out in video. Um, and uh, also when Matt pops in, he looks like a fucking maniac. Uh, so uh, you can always go to YouTube. The episodes live there uh, forever. So check out the archives. Um, and uh, yeah, I think that's about it. Shlong. So we're going to get out of here. Schlong and Kate will not be here next week, but you should tune in because I'm going to have Kyle K. Sparks here on with me. Uh, I'm not sure if anybody else is joining us, but Kyle K. Sparks will absolutely be here to talk about AEW Dynamite and anything else going on in the world of AEW and Ring of Honor. Um, maybe we'll get his whole take on um, Jay Briscoe and stuff like that. Um, but tune in for that. That should be uh, a lot of fun. Schlong. Uh, I know we've said it a ton of times. Have a blast on your trip. Be safe. And for those people who follow us on social, Schlong may be putting out, you know, pictures or checking in on Twitter and stuff like that. So keep your eyes My peeled. Alibi. That's right. His alibi, as he likes to say, as the kids like to say, their alibi. So uh, Schlong, have a great trip. You guys are going to, uh, you know, have a lot of fun. And we look forward to hearing from you in two weeks about your whole experience on the cruise and traveling to Miami and all that fun stuff. So uh, have a blast. And you guys, I will see you all next week here on the Mark Order podcast, 10, 15 p.m. after Dynamite goes off the air. So I'm going to do this schlong, and I never do. So schlong and good night. the Mark Order Podcast. We now return you to your regularly scheduled programming. Join the Mark Order.